for a period of time. It works on me. And that's all included. Everything's included for the 1999. So a lot of times people come in and get, I get all this for 1999. No contracts. No contract. Wow. I know. Okay. So Vasa Fitness is definitely not big bucks for the same old, same old. Can I do a free trial? Yeah. If you want to download a pass, just go online and click on the pass and download it to your phone. And then you just come in, come in and experience what I'm talking about. And what you're going to find is you're going to find a culture that is fixed, friendly, clean. Thanks for being here, Chad. Go to VasaFitness.com, V-A-S-A Fitness.com, and download your free pass. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. I'm Colorado Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman. These days we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to be safe online. To learn more, visit StopFraudColorado.gov. Sponsored by the Digital Citizens Alliance, in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson. And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Merlet. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor, attorney at flaw. Make some noise. Everybody up on your feet. No one's sitting in your seat. It's time to meet Vic Lombardi. seconds to go. Inbound goes to Jamal Murray. you got to hurry. Three-pointer wins it. Jamal Murray's across the timeline against Harrell. Stutter step and a drive and he turned it over! And there's the horn! Jamal Murray wanted a foul. No whistle there and the Nuggets lose a heartbreaker at home after being up by 19 points in the third quarter. They get stung by the L.A. Clippers 122-120. to Come on, man. I, I mean... If you're a Nuggets fan and you just woke up to this this morning, the only reaction is this reaction. Come on. Come on. Well, it was a late game. So 19-point lead midway through the third period. With three and a half minutes to play in the third third period. There was plenty. The game was over. It's, you know, 10.30 at night. How many people went to bed assuming the Nuggets rolled? Dude. 
Doc Rivers went to bed. He emptied his bench. It was, it was stunning. Absolutely. There's no other way to put it. It was stunning. I mean, the white towel was basically being waved. You're at home. It's a late game. You're up by 19 late in the fourth quarter. And in an eight minute span, there was a 25 point swing in that game. There are so many numbers that I need to go through. And I'm, you know me and my numbers, but so many examples of an absolute meltdown. 19-point lead, gone. Gave up 41 points to the Clippers' bench in the fourth quarter. Outscored by the Clippers' bench in the second half, 54-4. to Some offspring of Andre the Giant, Boban, scores 16 points in 15 minutes. If the Nuggets had come down and just taken a 24-second violation every possession, they could not have had that big of a swing in that short amount of time. Think about I that. I am Think just, I'm, I'm a mixture. I'm mad. I'm disappointed. I'm frustrated. Yes. I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, listen, here's the problem with calling it a must-win game last night. Now what? Now what? Because well, you, you lost. What. I'll tell you what. And, and I'm going to use this in my... Pretty much my hot take is now. Now you have to win a game you're not supposed to win. Exactly. Now now you have to go to Cleveland this Saturday. When you give up a game like they did last night, it just means you have to find an equalizer on the schedule. You have to go to Cleveland and win that game. Exactly. But here, here's the other thing. And they've done that previously this season when they lost at home to the sure. Suns and then they went to Portland and to Golden State and won. I mean, they, they've, they've had those. But here was my thought is that, came to an end last night. Losing to the Clippers at home at the end of the season, that's not what's going to kill you. Now, right now, given the standings, I get how big well, of a swing they, They've it. lost the tiebreaker to the Clippers. If they finish with the same record, they're not in. But here's why they're in a, here's why they're in a pinch. Because you lost to the Suns at home. You lost to the Sixers oh, at home. I get it. They erased all of their margin for error by losing to bad basketball teams at home. So when you have a night like last night where the game is in hand and Something weird happens. We've been watching. Weird. Whatever. How, how do you want to describe a 25-point swing in eight meltdown. minutes? Okay. Weird. It wasn't one play. The problem was... is the Nuggets should be five games up on the Clippers right now. You're That's right. the problem. Yeah. So now last night bites you in the you-know-what. It, it just was It was bang your head against the table kind of a night. It, well, was, it was that kind of a performance. You're going to hear from... Uh... Coach Malone, during the course of this show, his post-game comments, we're also going to interview Coach Malone live on the show at 9 a.m. So, I know a lot of folks out there have questions specifically for the coach. Feel free. 30933. That's the text line. 30933. Let me know what you want me to ask the coach. Jared Bednar, coming up at 7.30 this morning. (laughs) Another huge, that would be akin to the Avs taking a 3-1 lead into the third period tonight and losing. Same yeah. kind of game. Losing in regulation. Yeah. It's, uh, tonight, or today we should have been talking about how last night the Nuggets moved to 34 and 27. Paul Millsap returned and, and played team, pretty well. And this team is as hot as anybody in the and NBA. Deep. That's what we should. In fact, when they were up 19, I sent a tweet out last night saying, wow. Coach Malone has so many weapons to work with now, so much depth on this team. It's going to be fun to walk them down the stretch. And as I'm done typing that tweet, 
The 19-point lead goes to 10 just like that. Just like this. The inability to close out quarters and play situational defense is mind-boggling. Yes. Yes. At this point in the year. And look, people are going to talk about how, oh, they're a young team. Don't come here for that this morning. No. And, and I know no. we all work for the same company, and I'm not going to sit here and cheerlead this morning. I'm, I'm not doing it. Well, it's the same reaction I have when, uh, you know, there will be a rookie punt returner, and he fields a punt inside the 10, and they say, rookie mistake. Rookie mistake? I don't care. He's been playing football his and, whole and, life. And you know what? Somebody put him in that situation. And everybody watching the game knows not to field a punt inside the 10. So why does this guy all of a sudden get a free pass because he's 22 there, years there, old? There I, it so, just makes no sense. There are so many moments in that game where I shook my head going, what are you doing? I shook my head. Again, I... I gotta stop right now. I'm taking all my hot take okay. items. All right. I gotta all right. stop right, right. now. All right. Let's get to big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. And just watching that play, uh, and, we'll, and I'll watch it with Jamal. He's gotta realize as he comes off that and there's two on the ball, Nicole Jokic is open. That ball's gotta get to Nicole in that situation. Coach Malone talking about the final possession of the game where the Nuggets had a chance to tie it up. They caught a break when Rivers, Austin Rivers, missed one of two at the free throw line. They got plenty of time to move the ball up. And Jamal Murray takes it himself. He says he got fouled. Doesn't matter. Never even got a shot off. And the Nuggets lose. Uh, it was Will Barton earlier in the year when the Nuggets yeah. never got a shot off, right? You, you have to get a shot off. You have to. You have to. You have to get a shot off. And... Obviously, the other team is going to play that physically. They may foul. I did like the fact that the ball was in Jamal Murray's hands. I understand what Coach Malone say, is saying there, that he wanted to get it to Jokic. But it's a learning opportunity. And I know that's going to sound field day, but Jamal Murray is going to be here for the next sure. few years. Yeah. I want him learning those situations. I do. I feel better about last night's bungled final play yeah. than Will Barton's bungled well, final play. It would have play. felt better if they had a timeout to set up a play. But they use their timeouts earlier. The ball. Yeah, so they, it's a half court. They, they, they use their timeout so early because of the bungled plays in late third quarter that they had no opportunity to call a timeout there when it meant most. That was my problem. Paul Millsap returned to the game. Forty-four <laughs> games sitting down, finally active. Sort of a surprise. Came out of nowhere. Decided he was going to play, and he played pretty well. And here he is, folks. Here comes number four, Paul Millsap, playing his 20th game of the year, and the crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. Most of his uh, play came on the defensive side. You could see the value he brings defensively. Finished with two block shots. He changed a couple more. 23 minutes, nine points. Again, two blocks, seven rebounds. That's a good first game back for Paul Millsap. He's only going to get better. Tonight, Pepsi Center, huge, huge game between the Avs and the Flames. Let's see how that Avs defense holds up. I thought he was much better. Yeah, he was much better. You know, he had some, you know, he had some, um, a couple turnovers that, you know, he could tell he's still fighting the puck a little bit, but he played physical, he worked hard, he was competitive. So I thought it was a much better game from him. That's Coach Bednar and Nikita Zadorov. We will talk to Coach Bedzi at 7.30 live here on Altitude 950 this morning. Biggest game of the year for them? Yep. Agreed. NFL Combine this week and the competition committee has already met 
considering several rules changes, including the catch rule. Here's one down the sideline. Pass caught by Des Bryant. After review, it has been determined that the receiver did not maintain Yeah, and under the new catch rule, if it goes through, that is a catch, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I'm, sure <laughs> yes, that makes, I'm sure that makes Cowboy fans feel better. Wasn't yeah. it simpler? I was trying to think, like, how do you change the rule? Remember when it used to just be you either take two steps or you make a football move? It's, it's just so... If you do anything other than so catch painful. the ball. so painful so to watch. So the play that. in the Steelers-Patriots game, yeah. regular season game, should have been a touchdown. Of course. He dove for the goal line, got over the goal line, then the... It's just... This is so. It, it, this is tying into yeah. my hot take, but God, this is maddening. Notice how they relaxed the rule in the Super Bowl. You're going to see more relaxation. Yeah. yeah. Finally, almost as painful as that Nuggets loss last night is the delay of departure of this train. What is taking so long to find out the results of this train thing? Trying to get to the bottom of it. Uh, it does feel appropriate, though, that something at the airport is delayed. Marty, did you say you got somebody from the airport? Do we have a spokesperson on at some point? Did you have any we, success there? We do. We got Heath calling in at 745. He'll give us a little uh, little tidbit about that. Heath? Ah. Is that his name? Yeah, All he's right. a DIA spokesperson. Do I not have an... Oh, yeah, here it is. I also got in contact. It says here on the rundown with a DIA spokesperson. This uh, this isn't Kyle Keefe again, is it? Yeah, come on. No, this is legit. This one's Doing legit. A, a country drawl because that's his only accent he does. Listen, I just want the damn thing to end. Because I'm sick no. of answering texts no. from Alan Roach about why he's not the voice. I just want him to get the damn voice back so we can get on with our lives. We want to have our victory party. That's what we want Just give have. him the damn voice back and let's go. And or I want to file my official protest. Let him be the damn voice so I can focus on the Nuggets. We're going to focus on the Nuggets and our piping hot takes coming up. Jared Bednar at 7.30, Michael Malone at 9. You've got Altitude 950. You're at that point now. I have a friend of mine who has to sell a house and move into a house and has to do it quickly. I got just the guy for you. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. Why? Because he's going to make you the following offer. He will put your home at a price and a time to sell it. And if you don't get it done, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's how confident he is. He's confident in his marketing system to sell homes. Give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk here for you. 720-600-6244. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of Crackman and Harris, to get you ready for the combine, we've taken the wonder licking. You can't guess who got the highest score. Was it Tom Beer? Plus, we will talk to Philip Lindsay. He won't be at the Combine, but hopefully the former CU running back will be going on to a successful NFL career. Tune in. Crackman and Harris Wednesday. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Guys, spring is almost upon us. Time to look and feel your best this summer. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery. Now's the time to put your best face forward, feeling your best in your own skin, and maybe that new job promotion could be on the horizon. So if you're thinking about plastic surgery, you must contact Grossman Caprero. They're experts in plastic surgery, the best, trusted, and respected for decades in Colorado. Stay in the game both professionally and personally and do what I did. Contact Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery for a consultation today. Go to beautifulme.com. That's 
That's beautifulme.com. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Guys, spring is almost upon us. Time to look and feel your best this summer. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery. Now's the time to put your best face forward. Feeling your best in your own skin, and maybe that new job promotion could be on the horizon. So if you're thinking about plastic surgery, you must contact Grossman Caprero. They're experts in plastic surgery, the best, trusted, and respected for decades in Colorado. Stay in the game both professionally and personally, and do what I did. Contact Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery for a consultation today. Go to BeautifulMe.com. That's BeautifulMe.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Heavy traffic and slowing on southbound 225, Parker to Yosemite, southbound I-25, running slow 104th to 84th and 58th to Auraria Parkway. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. 270 is running very slow westbound, I-70 to Vasquez. We all got to where we are through hard work and a little help. Open a world of opportunity for a child or elder dreaming of a better tomorrow at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. So, uh, Vance Joseph is currently speaking to reporters in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine. We do not feel the need to take that press conference live, but if he says anything of value, of interest, anything that... uh, will lead to some news, we will bring you those comments. You will hear from him at some point this morning. But right now, there are more important matters. Am I the only one that rolls my eyes when you say, uh, if Vance Joseph says anything of importance well, or I mean, value? I mean, come on. Has, has he ever, in any of his press conferences, ever? It's not just him. Let, let, let's, let's cut to the chase here. 
What exactly are you going to get out of a press conference from the combine? I'm with you. Do you think he's going to, do you think right now, this morning, that Vance Joseph is going to announce the next quarterback of the Denver Broncos? Is that what you're going to get? Is he going to tip his hand on the Kirk Cousins pursuit? Do you think he's going to tell you who they're drafting with the number five overall pick? No. Okay, let's talk about sports that are happening now. Here's why the Combine, and we'll get to hot takes. The Combine, the Senior Bowl, all this stuff drives me nuts. Essentially, every player you're watching will not become a Bronco. So who cares, right? Like, they're going to draft 10 guys, or whatever the number turns out to be after trades, and there's hundreds of them participating in these things. You're watching a bunch of guys that are going to end up in Carolina, and you're going to forget about it. I just don't understand the fascination. Well, here's a waste of time. Here are some of the comments from the uh, Vance Joseph presser thus far. We are excited about D'Angelo Henderson moving forward. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not down on our draft class from last season. Some guys need more time. Devontae Booker is an ascending player. With more time, he should get better. I think coaching the Senior Bowl was an advantage. Okay. Man, I feel like I know a lot more about the Broncos now. Let's get on to it. Our piping hot takes. I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. I'm with you on one account. I am not going to lean on the whole youth thing anymore. Well, they're young. They'll learn. It's just a... No. I mean, I, the, the Nuggets are now at that point where I get it. They're younger than most of their op- opposition, but they've been on the court long enough. They understand what it takes to win in this league. You know, at this point in the season, rookies are no longer rookies. You learn, you adapt. If you want to be a playoff team, you better act like a playoff team. And that act we saw unveiled last night at Pepsi Center, unacceptable to lose a 19-point late third-quarter lead at home to the second unit from the L.A. Clippers. Doc Rivers already caved. He surrendered the game, and somehow the Nuggets lost that game. Okay, why? Again, we'll talk to Michael Malone at 9 9 a.m. this morning, so if you have any questions, feel free. Why did they lose that game? I've got a list here. The inability to close quarters, especially when they grab a lead. So many times during the course of that game, they, they were up by 10, 11, 12, had a chance to blow it wide open. And they let them back in at the end of the quarter. Every quarter, the Clippers made a run. Every quarter at the end of the half, they got a quick bucket to, to end the half. And I'm like, come on. Good teams close quarters. It's very important to close strongly. They did not. As much as I love the Joker, and you know how much I love him in yes. this game, his pick-and-roll defense is bad. It's just bad. That is an accurate word to describe. It was last night. There's really no other way to get around it. Again, the second cousin of Andre the Giant, Boban, scores 18 points in 15 minutes on the exact same play for the entire third and fourth quarter. They ran the exact same pick-and-roll, and the Nuggets were unable to stop it. Could stop it. I'll ask, I'll ask Michael Malone this morning. It, what, what happened? Why, why, why couldn't you stop that play? 
Yeah, I mean, there are, there are two approaches to it, right? The guys on the floor have to execute the defense better, yeah. or you have to try a different approach. Wilson Chandler late in the game took a foul when he didn't need to. There was plenty of time. Just play defense. Play defense and you have a chance to tie the game at the end of regulation. And I know they still had a chance, but the foul he took was unnecessary. I, I, I sat there shaking my head. This is a veteran. Situational basketball. The 44th best player in the history of the franchise. As much as we love Jamal Murray, and he's going to be a really good player. His inability to turn the ball over in key situations starting to gnaw on me a little bit. He had five turnovers last night. As a team, the Nuggets had 20. That play at the end of the game, he may have gotten fouled, was not a good play. It was not a good, it was not the right play. Took too much time getting the inbound and getting across half court. He took too much time to get into the play. That should have been, that should have been a James Harden as fast as you can to the other side of yes. the court type of play. Yeah. He sort of took his time. You take your time when you have 10 seconds, 12 seconds, not when you have five. 20 turnovers, uh, that's a sign that the Nuggets just don't value every possession. Yes. They don't value the position they're in right now. Don't take my word for it. Listen to the coach. Ten teams fighting for those final eight spots, and really there's eight teams battling for the final six spots, if you will. Um, so every game matters, every quarter matters. And really right now it's like we can't wait for the playoffs to get here and to say, hey, we got to start playing playoff basketball. These are our playoffs right now. I mean, like, every play matters. Lou Williams with three seconds on the, on the game clock, allowing him to go coast-to-coast coast for layup is unacceptable. Uh, that same thing happened the end of the first quarter. Those plays are huge plays. Every possession matters. And right now, we don't play like every possession matters. We play like we're up 19, we can take the possession off. That league went from 19 to 10 like that. We miss a three, we gamble in the post, we give up an end one. Bang, bang, bang. It's a ball game, folks. And uh, that team plays tomorrow night. Doc took his guys out. So, okay, listen, we're down 19. Let's let these guys play and see what happens. And you know what happened? They got a hell of a win, and we let one go. And that's very, very disappointing for where we're at right now in the season. And the only way you make up for it at this point, to close my hot take, now you got to win a game you're not supposed to win. Look at the rest of the schedule. Maybe a game or two. You got to win at Cleveland. You got to win at Minnesota. You got to find a game that normally you would not win or expect to win, and you got to win when you give one up like you did last night. Want to be a playoff team? Act like a playoff team. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. The NFL is the Cosmo Kramer of sports leagues. Now, you're not a Seinfeld guy, but do you know the Kramer character? Yeah. Okay. Sure, he just the falls, the weird hair. falls backwards into money mm. and to dates and just things work out for him, even though he never seems to have any sort of job, any sort of plan, whatever. It just works out. In spite of himself, things work out. The NFL is the Cosmo Kramer of sports league. So their competition committee is meeting in Indianapolis, and they're trying to figure out the catch rule, which they've totally botched, totally made a mess of, and... Uh, has come up and bit them in the butt in multiple big games. They're talking about changing pass interference from spot of the foul to a 15-yard penalty. And why? Because they don't want game-altering and season-altering decisions in the hands of their game officials. Oh, that's encouraging. That makes me really believe in those guys. Yet, you know what else they're looking at adding? Targeting. The college rule. 
Do you ever see a targeting call in, the, in college football where you don't go, that's a terrible call? I, I, I hate that rule. It's always a subjective yeah. bad call. So now the NFL is going to put that into their league, too. It's going to slow the game down even more. It's going to slow it down, and it's going to infuriate people more. And then they're going to have more illegal contact calls, which means more subjective calls in the hands of the officials, the same guys that you don't want to have making decisions on pass interference penalties. Now we're going to give them this. They, they can't get out of their own way. They just keep making things more complicated. They just keep adding things that are going to infuriate fans even more. But you know what? They keep having success in spite of themselves. Because yesterday, it was announced that Papa John's was ending their affiliation with the league as the official pizza of the NFL. By the way, why why is this news? At, at any point, did you know that Papa John's had some affiliation with the NFL? I didn't. It's not like I when I think of Papa John's, I don't think of the National Football League. Well, I think you, of Peyton Manning. You think of Peyton Manning here. and sure. there's the connection but, that they're like on I'm, every game. When I'm eating that pepperoni, I'm like, oh yeah, Adrian Peterson. I oh, get yeah, it. What the hell's that? But then today comes the news that, you know how long it took the NFL to replace Papa John's? About a minute. One day. Yeah. Pizza Hut is the new official pizza of the NFL. More years. What does that even mean? What more, do you mean the official pizza? Does that, what does that like, mean? They can put the logo on their box. More years, more money than the league was getting from Papa John's. Yeah. So they're the Cosmo Kramer of sports leagues. In spite of themselves, they continue to have success, continue to print money. There they are in Indianapolis doing things that are going to infuriate us next year. I guarantee you. We will be griping and complaining on this show about the targeting rule, about the 15-yard pass interference penalty because it's just going to cause guys to grab, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll be mad about it, and the league will continue to sit back and print money in spite of themselves. Okay, up next on Altitude 950, huge, huge game for the Avs tonight at Pepsi Center, just as huge as that game last night at Pepsi Center. It's the Avs and Calgary Flames. We'll visit with the head coach, Jared Bednar, next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Altitude 950 has your chance to win the Source H2O laundry system, valued at $800. Go to Altitude950.com and register to win. Kill mold, mildew, and viruses with no hot water, no detergent, and no bleach. A better way to clean your clothes with a savings of over $600 per year. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney, and more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Mammoth Lacrosse is returning to Pepsi Center on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd, to take on the Buffalo Bandits at 7 p.m. Finesse, he'll shoot, score! The Loud House is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. Show your pride in our great state as players will be wearing special Colorado uniforms. Celebrate all things Colorado and one of its most popular sports. There'll be tons of action. With a head of steam. McLaughlin shoots and scores! Don't miss us. Check it out at ColoradoMammoth.com.
Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way, a lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing? financing your mortgage. You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334 regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Normal drive times at this check of the drive. Southbound 225 is running slow between Parker Road and the I-25 interchange. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Looking at I-70, eastbound is slowing up federal through to Brighton. Westbound running below post and limits I-225 out through to Colorado Boulevard. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. A little two on four with Ranson and McKinnon got through a check and shoots and scores! Oh my goodness! Nathan McKinnon puts the abs on top two nothing with the wrister inside the near post. We've got the abs and flames tonight at Pepsi Center and right here on Altitude 950. I can't 
can't keep track of this anymore. It changes day by day. 48 hours ago, the Calgary Flames had a pretty good grasp of one of those wild card spots. Well, not anymore. Now it's Dallas with 76 points, Anaheim 74, the Flames are at 73, the Blues 72, and there's the Avs at 71. So things changing by the day as we head down the stretch toward the NHL postseason. Let's welcome to the show, as he does every Wednesday, head coach Jared Bednar. Uh, coach, I know you keep track of all these scores as well, but in the end, you just got to take care of yourselves, don't you? Well, that's the way it's, it's shaping up to, to look like. I mean, it, it, it's always the case, and, and and you look at the scoreboard and you watch it a little bit and you hope for some help, but on most nights in, in our uh, conference, our division especially, you don't get a whole bunch of help. So, yeah, it comes down to you winning your games here, and, you know, we're starting to face a few of these teams that we're battling, so these will all be uh, big four-point games for our team here, and we're certainly glad to be at home and where we've played pretty well, including last game against Vancouver. Yeah, it's interesting because last night Dallas beats Calgary, all right? And I'm thinking, was well, that is that good or bad since the, the Avs have a game in hand? I mean, I and I can't tell anymore. I, you don't know anymore. Again, just get your two points tonight, and that'll take care of a lot of other things. Yeah, and and especially it's it's getting down to it. Like we have twenty games left, so we've got a couple games on hand on all three of these teams that we're chasing. Actually, four if you mix Los Angeles and do it with with seventy five points. So two games in hand, and we're four points back of, of those guys. And so within you know a handful of games here, you can certainly put yourself up into a spot, but. The, the mindset won't change from there. I have a feeling this thing's going to go down to the wire, and we got to make sure that we're winning our our fair share of games here. And you know, it's it's it, night from night, you feel like you're cheering for a different team when you're when you're scoreboard watching on on your days off. So I think it's it's important to keep an eye on it, but more importantly, it's about how you play and, and taking care of your home ice advantage and taking care of your games, and some of them will be more important, especially against some of these teams that we're in the hunt with because it's, like I said, they're four-point games, yeah. and, and they become real important for our team. All right, Jared, let me ask you the typical media question then. Uh, you're dominant at home. You're 21-8-1 and at home. You lost to Calgary pretty badly uh, last weekend. They played last night. You know what this game means. Is this one of them uh, must-win games for your squad? Well, it's certainly, yeah, they feel, they all feel like they're yeah. must-win games, you know, so it's, but yeah, there's certain things that we have to make sure we're doing tonight. Number one, we got we're, we're all, we'll have a, a little bit of a tired team coming in. We'll also have a real hungry team coming in after a loss. This time of year, you can't afford to lose two in a row without, you know, dropping significantly in this race, so we know they'll be hungry. Also on the flip side of that is, you know, we didn't have a, a horrible game in Calgary. I, I just felt like we had a couple guys with um, subpar performances. It wasn't from lack of effort. Uh, we got to get back at them too. You know, mm-hmm. so that's 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 our mindset. This is they took care of us on their home ice. Now we got to take care of them and grab those points back in another, you know, four point game for a team we're battling with and the ability to probably leapfrog two teams in the standings tonight with a win and. That's the way you got to look at it. The playoffs has basically already started, and and it's it's really good for our team. You know, a young team, guys that haven't been through it before, playing important games already now coming into March. 
it's it's going to be an interesting. Uh, well, we got under six weeks left to go, yeah. and 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 that's what we want. That's the only way to grow is to play in these important games and see how our team responds. And 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 we've done a good job, you know, moving on after wins uh, for the most part, and, and and after losses and turning the page and understanding the importance of the next game. And guys are coming to work with the right attitude. So I think, you know, this is this is going to be interesting here. But I it. As, as much as you want to say it's a it's a must win, I think we're viewing almost every game as yeah. that now because that's how important these points will be. That's a good way to put it, and you're right. Just keep playing leapfrog. If you win tonight, you leapfrog past St. Louis. That's in a free fall, by the way. They've lost seven in a row. Calgary, you'd have the same amount of points, but uh, clearly more wins uh, given the fact that you've got game in hand there. The... Uh, the last game you played against Vancouver, do you feel that that was probably the most complete game you've had in in a little while? That you guys played played very well for all three periods in that game. I really, I really liked it. You know, I liked it when it was going on. Looking back on the on the video on it, it, it was it was a really good game. We were the aggressors. We were skating. We were led by the the McKinnon, Rantanen, and Landeskog line. There's no question. I thought. Mac was two two shifts into the game, and and I was saying to the other coaches on the bench, it's going to be tough to keep him off the ice tonight. Uh, you just knew that that line was going to be flying, and it was a matter of time. And they were in on the bulk of our scoring chances, but they were dominant. Um, there was a point in the game we were up one nothing. We'd already hit three or four posts. We had a puck trickle behind the goalie and, and lay in the crease before they cleared it. We had scored once. We had one disallowed. You, you, at at a certain point, frustration can set in in your team, and then you 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 try to do too much. I like the way we stuck with our game plan and just keep coming and coming and 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 trusted the our system and the way we play and um, structurally kept everything you know by the book and and that led to a three one victory. So I, I I really liked a lot of things. Our stick to itiveness as a, as a group was was strong and and we were competitive and 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 skating really all four lines contributing. So it was it was a good team game. Varley had a bounce back game after the Calgary loss. A lot of positives out of that game. Now, now we got to go repeat it again, again against a even better team here and hungry team coming in in Calgary. Coach, you've had a uh, mash unit of sorts with your goalies. My goodness, so many injuries. Uh, you recalled uh, Spencer Martin because Andrew Hammond is going through concussion protocol. Of course, uh, Jonathan Bernier has been out with a head injury. Any any update on his status, by the way, on Bernier? Yeah, he's get, he's getting better. He spent the last two days. Uh, doing more in the gym and then hitting the ice so he started just with a few minutes in the gym and then they extended that time and extended it again things have been going good there um took him to the ice uh for a short period after a workout the other morning and, and again yesterday and extended his time on the ice so he's moving in the right direction i don't have a timeline on him just yet mm-hmm. uh it's kind of you know it's a guessing game with the concussions when they feel ready to play uh, then we got to get him in practices and get him sharp. And, and UC Park, our goaltending coach, has been working with him already, trying to um, get him back up into game speed as, as quickly as we possibly can. But he's, he's, he's progressing nicely. You've had to scotch tape your uh, defensive core with all those injuries as well. Uh, pleasantly surprised with the play of Duncan Siemens of late? Yes. Yep. Yep. What's and, he done? He's, you know what? He he knows what he is as a player. Really consistent so far in his time here. He's been physical, uh, concentrating on the on making a good first pass and hitting his his first option. 
getting us in and out of the D zone. Real competitive guy, strong guy. I've I've really liked what I've seen out of him. We've um, he's elevated his game to a level where we need it at this time of the year. So he's been really good. Uh, coach, y- you look at what you've done at home, and again, I told you the numbers: twenty-one, eight, and one. How do you explain, how do you explain such a vast turnaround from a year ago? Why are you so much more comfortable on home ice? You know, that's the, that's the million dollar question, I guess. I, I, I know it's, it's something that we focused on at the start of the year and really trying to take advantage of this. We get a significant number of teams coming in on the back to backs like Van and now Calgary, um, using our legs to our advantage the speed of our game to be hard to play against that's that's the trick for us that's how we're hard to play against is using our legs and guys have bought into it i think they're excited about playing here there's a buzz back in the building um now it's it's with the way we've played through the course of the season we have a we have a strong belief in that if we come out and play our game at home that we're going to win um things get a little different we get the matchups we want at home 90% 90% of the time, and I, I don't know, guys Guys are just confident. There's a, there's a confidence about our group at home, and we've we've been trying to take that to the, gro- to the road. We've mixed in a couple games. Um, we're going to try a few new things as we go out on the road here to, to see if we can continue to try and mimic what we're doing at home on the road, but we like what we're doing at home, and we, we have a favorable schedule here for the next handful of games and going down the stretch it's it's split 50 50 so we're gonna have to keep taking advantage of this hopefully we can keep this rolling at home and and that will help us stay in the race and then we got to go get the job done on the road and sun especially on certain nights i'm going to ask the same question to michael malone when he joins us at nine o'clock because you guys have a lot of young players on both rosters as a coach when do you start when do you stop treating rookies as rookies? When is that line? When is like, okay, you're growing up, let's go. Let's go, put the big boy pants on. When does that happen? Well, to be honest, we've, we've, we've tried to treat our young guys in a mature fashion right from day one. I think also you you got to live with some some young mistakes. So guys will make mistakes. We address it. We, we explain it to them. Sometimes game night within the game, certainly the next day, um, just to make sure everyone's clear on 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 what happened and how we can fix it and what some other options are uh, for us. And then you know, I think that the the character of our young guys, they've they've all been leaders in in college, junior, wherever they were at before, and um, you know that we we've already kind of moved past that. Because of the, with the opportunity that they're getting, there has to come a certain level of maturity, and mm-hmm. and our guys have handled it well. We've had some better games than others, and I just want our young guys to understand that that you know you can't be scared to make a mistake this time of the year. We're successful on home ice and six, in staying in this race because we have a certain um, swagger to our game. And we can't tighten up now going down the stretch. We have to keep doing what we've been doing all year. And, and if that leads to a couple mistakes, then we're going to live with them and, and keep going. You know, and, and we've seen a few of those lately that have been costly. Yeah. But it's who we are. Like, we can't change the age of our group and the experience of our group. We just got to keep moving forward and trying to be better. In that vein, I'm fascinated, Coach, with how you handle certain players. 
Uh, Zadorov, for example, he made a couple glaring mistakes on that road trip and you didn't play him. And you were admittedly after the game said, we, we can't have that. And yet next game you throw him back on the ice and he plays much better. He reacts to your coaching. And that's hard to do sometimes. Some guys will go in the corner and cry, but these guys don't seem to do that. No, and, and and you know what? It's a tough situation because Z's been really good for us for so long, and he's playing in that in that top pair. And with that opportunity comes a certain expectation of the way we need him to play. And and we're not we're not trying to ask him to do, you know. And this is just one individual case, and we're not asking him to do anything that we don't think he's capable of. We just need a certain level of play out of him. And and the one game he had a tough night and and he lost some ice time wasn't happy about it we addressed it talked about what we expect from him the next night and he was he was starting to have a a tough night again in Calgary and you're in a game where you're down one or down two and the next goal could really cost you and and you got to be careful about um, you know, if it's a tough night for for anyone, you try to address it and with our team, especially give them another opportunity and maybe another opportunity. But if mistakes keep happening that we know shouldn't, then some ice time disappears from guys. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that we feel like he should be playing in our top pair right now. So the next night he gets an opportunity again, and that's how we have to keep doing it. This this with some injuries, these are the players we have. And we need them to be good. We need Z to be good. And so we come out in the next night at home and, and he has a really good night. He's skating. He's physical. He's getting back to the base of his, his play. And, and he's, he's playing with some urgency and some tenacity. Did he make a couple mistakes? Sure. But I mean, he played 20 minutes that night and, and was a solid player for us. And, so we we talked to him again the next day and talked to him about what we liked and hopefully he keeps moving forward here and has another strong game for us tonight. Coach, I'm going to take a play from your playbook. Tonight's a playoff game, 7:30 playoff game. It's the Avs and the Flames at Pepsi Center. Best of luck to you, my man. Thank you, Vic. Thank you. Jared Bednard joins us every Wednesday on the show. Coming up at nine, the head coach of your Denver Nuggets, Michael Malone, on with us this morning. We'll hear from the head coach of the. Denver Broncos, Vance Joseph, who just got done speaking to reporters at the Combine. He'll be up next right here on Altitude 950. Okay, you're at that point now. I have a friend of mine who has to sell a house and move into a house and has to do it quickly. I got just the guy for you. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. Why? Because he's going to make you the following offer. He will put your home at a price and a time to sell it. And if you don't get it done, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's how confident he is. He's confident in his marketing system to sell homes. Give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk here for you. 720-600-6244. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. 
the promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Fun. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice with over 1,000 new vehicles to choose from on 17 acres. We guarantee the best prices and lowest payments in the state. That's right, best prices and lowest payments in the state. That can't be beat. Hey, it's Bo, and that's where I shop for my Ram Trucks. Being the number one volume dealer has its perks, and we're passing them on to you. Come on in and see for yourself why we're Colorado's first choice. Conveniently located off I-25 and 104th, Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center or RamDenver.com. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A slow drive on C470 eastbound Wadsworth to Platte Canyon. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Also seeing slower traffic southbound 225 Parker to Yosemite and southbound I-25 running slow through downtown. Northbound I-25 expects slower speeds in Lincoln Avenue up through to 225. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at PositiveCoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I'm not down on our draft class from last season. Some guys, you know, take more time to develop, and some guys need more time, you know. So, you know, we drafted uh, those kids last year, and, it was it was some positive, it was some negative also, but again, some guys need more time. So I'm not down as and every year you have to reevaluate, you know, what you do in a draft. That is Vance Joseph at the Combine in Indianapolis. Today's the day where all the coaches get together and speak. John Gruden is speaking right now. That was insightful. You know, listen, again, I, I said this before the press conference started. Right, so I said this forty five minutes ago. What on earth are these guys going to say 
That's groundbreaking. Now, John Elway speaking later today. Now, I want to ask Elway specific questions about free agency. But what is the coach, any coach, going to say that's groundbreaking the day of the combine? Uh, nothing. I, I'm with you. The GM is more interesting in this situation than the head coach. Especially in the Broncos situation. But the GM isn't going to say anything either. But here, here's the gem, and I'm, I'm not making fun of Nikki because Nikki's just reporting it, and mm-hmm. she actually is kind of mocking it. But Nikki Javala from the Denver Post is there. Here's the exchange she tweeted out. So this is what you're missing by not being an indie. This is what we're missing by not carrying this live. Reporter to Vance Joseph, can you say definitely you're going to look for a quarterback in free agency? Vance no. Joseph, I will say this. We have to play better at the quarterback position. No, we're going to use artificial intelligence. The reporter follows up. I mean, he's not letting him off the hook. So that's not a yes or a no. And VJ laughs and says, we want to get better. Uh, what? What are we, what are we doing here? What are, it's, what it's I'm saying, I mean, total waste of time, but, but it's partially our fault because this is, you know, we start chiming in like this is important stuff. Like, this is groundbreaking stuff. Everybody's here to hear this. What? Hear what? There's no news. Well, it, it would be, you know, what's it like, and HW's not here, so I, I'm not going to pick on HW. This is very much akin to HW hitting this all the time. Breaking news yeah. on Altitude 950. What's breaking? What's breaking at the combine? Nothing. Nothing is news. They're manufacturing news. Here's another one. Now, Mike Mayock, and look, it, people think I'm just picking on our com- competition, but whatever. They tweeted this out. He was on yesterday, I believe, and he said, if the Broncos don't sign a quarterback in free agency, they have to take a quarterback at number five. Well, no blank. Yeah. Of course you do. Like, what are your other options? Rolling back out Trevor Simeon and Paxton Lynch and Chad Kelly and Brock Osweiler? You're going to find a gem in the fourth round that's going to be your starter this year? Like, that is the most mind-numbing, captain-obvious comment of you either need to sign one or draft one. No blank, Sherlock. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it just drives me up a wall. Ryan Koningsberg, who's out there, um, covering the proceedings at the NFL Combine, he has this gem. Van Joseph asked if last season the goal was to add juice. What is the goal to add this year? Quote, good players. Lots of good players. Well, I mean, I do, I do like that strategy. Um, I think if your, your, your plan was to add mediocre players or bad players, you'd be setting yourself up for failure. So the good players route. How is about fine. this one? Joseph asked specifically about the quarterback position. Quote, we don't want to play three quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's another good strategy. Another good strategy. Even at the same time. Guy. You know, actually, that would be pretty cool. That would be inventive. That would be inventive. Put three quarterbacks on the field at the same time. Line them up. A couple of them kind of wildcat. You never, exactly. So you have one on each side, one in the backfield, and then one on each side sort of set up in the slot position, and you just throw it back and forth. What if you set them up in like the wing tee all in shotgun, and you didn't know who paired us with snapping You don't it know who's going to throw the ball on any given play. Now, to, to in fairness to Mike Mayock, let me go back and, and – Add something to me ripping him. I could see a scenario where the Broncos starting quarterback, it doesn't come from free agency or the number five overall pick. And that's if they took Lamar Jackson at 37. By the way, I'm glad you brought up Lamar Jackson. I heard, and let me, let me stress, I heard it first from Alfred Williams. 
Okay. But, but I'm on this, I'm on this train. I've thought about this for quite some time. I love, I really welcome the ticket of Lamar Jackson and Tyrod Taylor here in Denver. If you're going to go get a rookie, you better make sure you have a veteran free agent who plays the same style. Those two on this team, I'll take it. I'll take it right now. Where do I sign? I would be fine with that as well. I guess I'm just looking at it this way, Vic. If they take a, a guy at five or take a guy at 37, so essentially a first-round quarterback, just play the kid. I, I, I don't, I'm tired of this. Oh, he needs to sit and watch. How much good has that done Paxton Lynch? Agreed. How much good? None. Put him on the damn field and let him play. Let's see what the kid can do. Let's let him learn from his mistakes. It's the same thing of Jamal Murray sitting behind Jameer Nelson. You know what? Wouldn't it have been better if Jamal Murray would have made the mistake in the final seven and a half seconds of a game last year as opposed to last mm. night? Wouldn't that have been, wouldn't that have been better? He's still only 21. But uh, don't, he, don't go the youth route. I know. When did he first pick up a basketball? I, I agree. At 18? I agree. No, probably when he was six. No, I'm just telling you what people will argue. I'm, I'm just tired of the dumb arguments. I'm tired of them. Uh, that's 21. You know what? That's partially the NBA's fault. How long fault? has he been telling that, time? But that's partially the NBA's fault. That, that they're giving the ball to the, all these young players and they're getting younger and younger. I hear this about college basketball. Well, the one and done rule is not fair. Do you know why the one and done rule even exists? It's not because of colleges. Because the NBA. Because the NBA. Yeah. So people that say, well, you know, it's not fair for the NBA. They're going to have to draft these kids when they're 18. That's your problem. Put them in the G League. That's not my problem. No, I get That's, it. You know, the NBA would be better off if they're drafting 20 to 21 year old kids out of college. Of course. The fact they would. that they want to engage in younger players, more promising players, more potential in those players, that's the NBA's problem. Well, they put the one and done rule in so they quit making Kwame Brown mistakes, right? Cause for every Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant that they drafted out of, out of high school who turned into be stars and LeBron James, mm-hmm. there were guys they reached on who couldn't play. So it's there to get one year of evaluation of, all right, what do they look like against college, uh, caliber competition? Mm-hmm. And then there, therefore it eliminates some of the mistakes. But it's the same argument I made about when people say this about Tad Boyle's team. Well, yeah, they're young. What team in college basketball isn't young? Uh, like, like uh, apparently CU is just playing Wake Forest with Tim Duncan as a senior every every night, and that's why they can't have a better record. It's just it's nonsense. Yeah, the Nuggets are young. Yeah, Jamal Murray is young, but the league is young as a whole because of all the one and dones. I mean, you're going to get some veteran teams. Sure. Right? Houston's um, a veteran team. Golden State's a veteran team. But it's just, it's a poor excuse. Again, we're going to visit with Michael Malone at 9 a.m. and a lot to discuss with the coach this morning after that devastating loss last night against the Clippers. And I hate using the word devastating. In a sports term, it's devastating, okay? So don't at me. This texter says, two really questionable decisions by Coach Malone. Why wasn't he telling them to foul down three with a three-second difference between the shot and game clock? Why was, why wasn't he telling them to, f- I, I don't understand the question because Wilson Chandler did foul and I didn't think that was a very wise foul at the time. If you can play defense and get the ball back down by one position, yeah, that's, you don't that's, foul. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not sure what the texture means there. The other question is why wasn't Mason in the game a lot earlier in the fourth when it was obvious that Jokic could not handle the pick and roll? And he's got a point there. If there's one element of Jokic's game that continues to be a void, it's, I, I don't know what you do because they pick and rolled him to death with that giant. That well, giant changed the game. In the last 22 to 25 games, the Nuggets have figured out their offense. And they're back playing the kind of offense they did last year and they're running thing th- 
things through Jokic. Yeah. And it's fun to watch, and they put up a lot of points. But for every point they score, they give one up on the other side. They have to figure out with that group on the floor, and primarily him at the five, how do they play defense? It's just, it, it's, again, I was banging my head against the wall after the Clippers ran the exact same high pick and roll. At times they ran it with two guys, two screeners. The exact same play on 15 consecutive possessions. It's like the and Raiders. No it's like the Raiders calling the same running play no, on the Broncos, no and they couldn't stop none, it. none, couldn't do anything about it. Well, okay, so they're they're you look at the paper today, and they always have the here's what teams have coming up in the next week. Nuggets don't have a single home game. They're at Memphis, at Cleveland, at Dallas. How many do they have to win? How many now? Who? Memphis. At Memphis, at Cleveland, at Dallas. How many do they have Minimum to win? Two out of three. Agreed. Minimum. Agreed. Minimum. You, given the fact that you lost the game on your home court that you should have won, you were up 19. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta make it up. You don't have the luxury of losing now to the Grizzlies or the Mavericks. You don't. The Mavericks are in tank mode. Yeah. That has to be a win. 802, you got the Vic Lombardi show. Josh is a, uh, is a very talented quarterback, but, um, he's, he's definitely, uh, a good football player. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Avs are at Pepsi Center to take on the Calgary Flames. Puck drops at 7.30 with the pregame show getting it away at 7.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Yeah, Harris for a three. Got it again. Oh, the money's on fire tonight. Oh, we got a thing of beauty. you got to be kidding me. Denver's all-sports station, altitude 950. <laughs> now, back to Vic Lombardi. And just watching that play, uh, and, we'll, and I'll watch it with Jamal. He's got to realize as he comes off that and there's two on the ball, Nikola Jokic is open. That ball's got to get to Nikola in that situation. It's Michael Malone talking about the last possession of the game. Uh, they caught a break when Austin Rivers missed one of two free throws. And here come the Nuggets storming down the court with a chance to send the game to overtime, possibly win the game. In that situation. Now, they didn't have a timeout because they exhausted all timeouts earlier when they started melting down. So that hurts. But a couple things happened during the course of that final play. And if you watched it live last night, please chime in, text, call the show, whatever. A couple things that could have been different. Number one, Jamal's got to get into the play quicker. Okay, it took a little too much time to cross half court. Just took too much time. Let's go. You gotta get into that James Harden, just go down the court as fast as you can mode. Sense of urgency. Yes. Let's they had go. a little bit of the same problem with Will Barton earlier in the year. When the same thing happened yes. and they didn't Takes get a shot. Too off. much time. Let's go. That's number one. Number two, coach is right. He had some guys open, chose to take it himself. You appreciate the aggressive nature of a young kid that wants to be the guy. I appreciate that. But in the end, a win is more important than playing hero. Yeah, but I'd, uh, in that instance, I would prefer the guy with the ball take the ball to the basket, That's, which is what he was trying to do. Take the ball to the basket, get a shot at the rim, and if you get that shot off, you're either going to score or get fouled most likely. Yeah. I mean, the only real thing you could have go wrong there is what happened. You turn the ball over. Somebody reaches in and knocks it out of your hand. But if he gets to the rim, more likely than not, he's going to score or get two free throws, and he's the guy I want shooting two free throws in that situation. But again, that masks the bigger issue. 
you would not even need to get to that point if you can figure out how to defend Andre the Giant's second cousin. That large human, Boban, played 15 minutes of basketball. Doc Rivers cleared his bench in the third, said, let's go. We got Houston tonight. We got a back-to-back. Let's get out of Dodge. He cleared his bench down by 19. Boban comes in and dominates. 18 points in 15 minutes, six rebounds, eight of nine free throws. He was a plus 27 on the night in 15 minutes. I've never heard of that. Plus 27 in 15 minutes? It's, Does somebody want to guard the guy? It's almost mathematically impossible. It really is. Like if you just, like I said earlier in the show, if you take a 24 second shot clock violation every time you have the ball, you could prevent that big of a swing. But it, it reminded me a little bit, and I'm not trying to make an excuse, Vic, but you know how sometimes when an NFL team will knock a quarterback out of the game, yeah. it turns out to be the worst thing. Exactly. Because they the didn't backup, prepare for the backup. And the backup comes in without pressure. Correct. There's no pressure on Bullback. Correct. Right Pressure's off everybody. The the defense lets, lets, lets up a little bit, and they haven't prepped for him. There's a little bit of like, well, how much of the Nuggets game plan yeah. was about stopping that guy? Uh, Probably very little. They probably hadn't, but... And rightfully so. Exactly. I mean, you're not going to game plan for Boban. But you can also call a timeout and address it in a a huddle and go, here's what we got to do. I'm going to specifically ask Coach Malone about this. And again, this is not... We have Coach Malone on every week. And he was kind enough last week when he decided he was going to give 10 bucks to every every ticket holder. This is not going to be one of those interviews. This is not going to be a soft pedal. We're going to talk specifically about game situations. Yeah. What did he tell his guys... When Boban ran the same play 15 straight times. Well, and, and, and why was it not executed? Here's the other thing with that. Yeah, they probably hadn't prepared for that. But if I asked you, what is the most bread and butter fundamental play in basketball? Pick and roll, of course, for years. So how can you not defend the frickin' pick and roll? Really? How can you not defend the pick and roll? If there's one thing you have to know how to defend, mm-hmm. it's the pick and roll. That's it's it. Been, it's been an issue for the Nuggets all season. It's not just one game. It's been, it's been an issue. It's the, not the, the rocket fence. The Rockets pick and roll them to death. I know. Now, granted, they have the weapons to do it. It's been an issue. You know, listen. And, and what what sucks about this show this morning is that I wanted to spend time talking about how the return of Paul Millsap changes the dynamics of this team entirely. They've got so much depth now. They've got so many options. His defensive presence. He blocked a couple shots. You could tell how active and smart he is on the defensive side. But all that's out the window. I, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't care anymore. The loss of the game overshadows all of that. Yeah. It was all this, of it. This morning was going to be celebratory. It was going to be, Hey, they're heading out on the road, but look where they're at. They're 34 and 27. They're, you know, other than Houston, they may be the hottest team in the league. Um, Millsap is back. They're in a great position to make a run here in March, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Instead, they blew a 19 point third quarter lead at home to the team that was right behind him. And if the playoffs started today, the Nuggets wouldn't be in it. And it's not like they don't care. Trust me, I've been in that locker room. I know. Last night, Will Barton's like, we can't, I can't believe we just did that. Will Barton, I can't believe that just happened. Mason Plumlee, I can't believe, veterans, I can't believe we just gave that game away. If they can't believe, why does it happen? How does it happen? Where is the disconnect? I don't know. I don't know. Here's the here's the the thing this team needs to do though. Don't you by the way, let me just to stop you right there. 
We're talking as if the season just ended last night and this team is 10 games under 500. We're being ultra critical of it. That's good. It is good. That's good. For those of you who think we're being bashers, no, 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 no. This is what you get when expectations are higher than normal. Expectations. When expectations start going up, criticism starts going up. So if you can't take it, you're not a real fan. You're a cheerleader. Correct. And the expectation for this team this year, at a minimum, is to make the playoffs. Yes. We were talking within the last week of how winning the division, I think it was my hot take on Monday, winning the division isn't outside the realm of possibilities. By the way, I should have, um, what is it when you, when you like trademark a phrase? What, what's Copyright? It? I should, I should have done that for we need to look out the front window and not yeah. in the rearview mirror. Yeah, like you're the first person who's no, no, ever I said that. I invented mm-hmm. that, Denver Chili. Yeah. And the idea mm-hmm. of R-rated commentators on pay-per-view. You also invented the arch. So uh, people keep stealing that. I hear it all the time on, you know, other stations. So quit quit stealing my, my phrases. Mm. Um, this is a team, though, that has expectations. Expectations to make the playoffs at a minimum. They have a shot to win this division. They have a shot to have home court advantage in the first round. That's why we're being critical. But here's what this team needs to mm. do. This team needs some sort of a maturation process. Because, Vic, how many games have they lost at Pepsi Center this year? They should have been winning. You know what gets me. The reason and why where I, would they be? And the reason why I guess I'm so upset this morning, I still think the Nuggets will make the playoffs just because the remaining schedules for the Clippers, for a lot of these teams in the race, they got a rough okay. schedule. Okay, Fine. so I think by default the Nuggets, but I don't want to get in by default. I, well, I'm not, I know you're not wired that way. No. I, I don't want to sneak in. I don't want to, on the last day, you need a team to lose to get in. Two problems. No, I, I don't, I hate that. I, I hate it. I hate it in any sport. I hate that. Oh, you know, if we get this team to lose and that team, I, you just take care of business, man. Two problems with that. One, a month ago, or within the last month, we said the Nuggets were going to get in by default because A, the Clippers traded away Blake Griffin, and B, Boogie Cousins got hurt in New Orleans was toast. Both those teams are now ahead of them. So don't take anything for granted in terms of default. Two, back in October and November, what did we say about March? You better be in a good position in March because the Nuggets' March schedule has a lot of road games. Well, guess what tomorrow is? March 1st. So, yeah, the Clippers may have a tough run. Some other teams have have a tough stretch. The Nuggets have a brutal march in terms of number of games they have. Away. They leave like on St. Patrick's Day. They're not back until after Easter. I mean, it's a tough month. Which is why you have to win the games that are automatic You wins. have to beat Memphis and Dallas. You I, have to. Are you kidding? Mem- Memphis has lost 10 straight. Me- Memphis is in full tankage mode. That is a must win. Dallas's owner got fined for saying they were tanking. You can't lose to Dallas. You have to beat the Mavericks. You have to beat the Grizzlies. That's what last night did. I don't think this team has any margin for error left. I don't. There's 10 teams competing for eight spots. There's eight teams competing for the last six spots. They could end up three. They could end up 10. And and you know what else I don't want to hear? Wow, that's a a lot of pressure to put on a, a young team. Yeah. Yeah, that's pressure. What are you going to do with it? There's a lot of kids younger. Yeah, what are you going to do with that pressure? That will have a lot of pressure yeah. on them starting two uh-huh. weeks from tomorrow when March Madness gets so underway. A lot, you're right. That's a lot of pressure. You know what? You should invite that pressure. Those expectations are there for a reason.
They are there for a reason. Can we get some more of these wonderful Vance Joseph sound bites? Yeah, we we'll play them for you. I mean, yeah, those sure. are, I, I, it just feels so good. By Plus, the way, I also want to tell you why Tyrod Taylor's a terrible idea. Really? Okay. Our Power 5 question of the day also coming up. Michael Malone at 9 a.m. this morning. Looking forward to visiting with the coach of the Nuggets. You got Altitude 950. It's the Vic Lombardi Show. Okay, you're at that point now. I have a friend of mine who has to sell a house and move into a house and has to do it quickly. I got just the guy for you. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. Why? Because he's going to make you the following offer. He will put your home at a price and a time to sell it. And if you don't get it done, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's how confident he is. He's confident in his marketing system to sell homes. Give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk here for you. 720-600-6244. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Mark Mosier Show. You cannot replace a guy like Paul Millsap. You can't replace his, his proneness. You can't replace his scoring. You can't replace his defense. You can't replace what he means to a young team to help settle them down. If anything, I mean, at the very least, he's like a, a security blanket for those young kids, right? Because he's been through a lot of things. They can look to him and turn to him, and that's why they signed him to the big deal. Not only because of what he can do on the floor, but because of what he can mean in the room. Mark Mosier, every weekday afternoon, 1 to 3, only on Altitude 950. Have you ever wanted to refinance your mortgage but didn't want to start a 30-year loan again? Hey, this is Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing, and let me tell you, they can help. When refinancing to eliminate mortgage insurance, lower your rate, or consolidate high-interest debt, you don't have to worry about resetting your loan. Because at American Financing, they offer 9, 13, or 18-year loans, really any term you need. It's truly a custom loan. You choose the term based on your budget, and they'll find the most competitive interest rate. It's your mortgage, your way. Plus, with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Monthly payments won't increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. They'll guide you through the options and will customize the right program to achieve your financial goals. They may even get you closed in as fast as 10 days. So get started now. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. 
Call the C3 group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 group, 303-670-2710. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more. Log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Denver's real estate market is booming and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful in-demand certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A couple accidents on the drive now. Traffic brought to you by Compassion International. There's a crash reported westbound I-76 at Pecos, jamming back traffic to I-25. And if you're on C-470, do expect activity with an accident approaching Quebec. Again, it's backing up traffic onto I-25. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now i'm chris mclaughlin with traffic on altitude 950 altitude 950 denver's all sports station now back to vic lombardi i think offensive line is always a priority you know we have to you know outside of the quarterback that's always the big question for our football team right we you know we have to play better at quarterback that's 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 obvious that's apparent but you know we have to also protect better you know and we can play better defense also so breaking news from the NFL Combine, according to the coach, they need better quarterback play, better aligned play, and better all-around play. Yeah, yeah. Their defense needs to play better. Their offense needs to play better. Their special teams need to play better. Just better. We need to coach better. The guy running the concessions needs to be better. We need to be better doing this damn show, uh, to be of honest course, with you. Of course, of um, course. Yeah, it, it just the, the insight from Indianapolis this morning, uh, I... I just I I can't state it enough of how much I feel like man I really know their plans now you know I know how, what the Broncos are thinking. All right, we we have to just take two minutes to discuss this. You know how much I dislike you normally. Yes, it's apparent every day from seven to ten. Now it's going on just the different stage of oh hatred. geez. Are we talking about what you, I, you my know, comment you know, during the break? Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. So if you've listened to this show, I got a soft side to me. Certain musicals, Jersey Boys, I loved La La Land. You did? Still haven't seen it. How badly do I want to go see Hamilton? How badly have I, how, do I talk about it? I'm on this stupid little um app that they have where I, I try to enter the lottery every day. Yeah. Okay? So I've tried to get tickets to Hamilton. Yeah. But I'm too cheap to pay $1,000. I'm not doing that. I, uh, I would, that's I not being regret. cheap. That's being smart. Not doing that. So when I find out. That the guy sitting across me who thinks he invented the term look through the front window and, and not, not the, the rear view, view mirror. Yeah. yeah. I did. When I, when I hear that he's getting free tickets to Hamilton, um, I'm just a little upset over that to be honest with you. I, uh, I coined the phrase 
uh, look through the front window, not the rearview mirror. I did coin that phrase. Uh, yes, I'm going tonight. It's, it's, it's one of the perks of being a member of the media. Now, oh, I, do, wait, last time I checked, I'm a member of the media. I often, uh, say that I'm not a member of the media because you say it all the time. I don't, what? I don't sit in the press box. When's the last time you saw me in the press box? But you're taking advantage of this little media frenzy. When I go to the games, I go as a paying customer. I sit in the stands and I boo bud black. That's what I do. That's, that's, that's my, uh, way of, of consuming the game. I don't want to be up there with all the other Mouth breathers. Okay, so what, just back but tonight, I am a member of the media. Look, some of us are into the arts, Vic. So, do you have two tickets? How many tickets do you have? I have two. Can you email that person back and say, "Hey, Vic, <laughs> Vic wants to." I don't need to bring the misses up. So, I, 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 it's just you know. Does your wife want to go? I would assume she's like everybody else in Denver who wants to go. Doesn't she have kids to tend to tonight? It's a fair point. It is a fair point. Wouldn't it be a great show tomorrow if we came back and gave a complete rundown of Hamilton? We were singing show tunes? Exactly. <laughs> Wouldn't that make for a great show? I mean, think about it. Don't think about yourself all the time. This man. isn't a bad... You're, you're making a decent argument. It's not a decent... It is the argument. We could cater the entire show tomorrow around our review of Hamilton. But would you turn this into you're constantly filming things for Periscope and you're you're constantly doing oh, things for you not how do we put it on Yeah, no. but us walking in, us buying vino, we it'd all be part <laughs> you of don't, you don't like the distraction. Let's talk sports. <laughs> I could just see it now. Oh, I'm so mad. I mean, I've been trying to get these tickets forever and I come in, "Oh yeah, I'm going to Hamilton tonight." You are? How? Well, here's here's another thing that's going to make you mad. The show that follows us has somebody who will be there tonight too. Did she get tickets the same way? She did. Yeah. Julie Brownman is also, uh, part of the art, the arts scene here in Denver. Uh, she Julie I, Browning? She, <laughs> she and I are always at these things where, you know, the new gallery opening or, um, you know, Degas. Is that what how you the it? hell is happening right now? Comes to the Denver Art Museum. When you, when you run in those circles, Vic. So should I wear a tuxedo tonight? The potential voice of the train at DIA does not get tickets to this, and you do? I know. There's some sort of breakdown in the system here. But I'll come back with my full review. Now, they don't really need me to promote Hamilton, obviously. That's going to be sold out. But uh, I do recommend that you make it a habit. I would say once a quarter, at least twice a year. Go down and see something. A play, a musical, a concert. Shut up. You don't even like it. You got something. free tickets. You're going, you're, at, you're the, just, at the Denver Center for Performing talking. Arts. Let's I, go. You can get the whole schedule at DCPA.org. Shut, shut your, shut your mouth. Shut, shut your, Power shut five your, question of the day. Just stop talking. <laughs> what can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first time buyers become lifetime customers every day. The Power 5 question I do want to ask is, how can I get my hands on free Hamilton tickets? Because that's all I really care about. But instead, on the rundown, it reads this. In honor of Paul Millsap returning to the lineup last night after missing 44 games. Played well. I thought he looked good. Looked spry. He did. For a guy who hadn't played most of the season. Played well, especially on the defensive end. Had a couple block shots. Changed a couple other shots. So the question of the day, Power 5, injured athlete whose return you've anticipated most in your lifetime. That's easy in my book. Peyton Manning? Yeah. 
And the guy had yeah. four neck surgeries. Well, not only that. I mean, he had four, he, he was a MVP caliber quarterback before he got hurt. He missed an entire season with four neck surgeries. There are stories that he was throwing a football to Todd Helton in the bowels of Coors Field and couldn't throw a ball 10 yards. And then he comes back from that. And not only does he come back from it, he comes back from it wearing a Broncos uniform. That's going to be pretty tough to top. That's going to be a tough one. Trying to think of another athlete who overcame injury, returned, and you couldn't wait. No. And he produced. Michael Jordan broke his foot, I believe, in his second season. Yeah, still early in his career, though. He wasn't All right. Michael yet. But I was anticipating yeah. it. I uh, got one you guys probably won't like. Does this have to be, Marty, does it have to be one that turned out positive? Because there's been a lot of nuggets who got hurt, and I was anticipating the return. LaFon no, Dallas, okay. Antonio McDice, and... They weren't the same player. What do you got? I got Derrick Rose. After he tore his ACL, he was the MVP. I wanted to see him come yep. back, and it just did not mm-hmm. pan out the way I wanted it to. That's mm-hmm. a uh, that's a good one. Um, Tom Brady came back from basically a full season off. He got injured in week one, tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. He came back. See how he rep- responded. How about Aaron Rodgers this year? He came back from that broken collarbone. Yeah. Tried to keep the Packers in the playoff chase. I'm sure cheeseheads were into that. That was um, pretty impressive, by the way, to come back as quickly as he did with that injury. Very much so. Yeah. Jesse, a, Jesse's got one. What about Terrell Davis? Yeah, oh. you know, and he just wasn't the same after he the injury. He just wasn't. But you did into Ed McCaffrey. Remember the injury on yeah. national television? September 10th. Yeah. Oh. Um, that, th- th- those are good, although the the... Outcome wasn't good. They didn't come back and they weren't the same guy. Here, here's a text we just got in and this is Tiger Woods. Ooh, that's going to be tough to top. Yeah. You know, because our interest, did you see the ratings, by the way, for the Honda Classic over uh-huh. the weekend uh-huh. and the pregame for the Honda Classic? This is no coincidence, sports fans. The highest golf pregame ratings on Golf Channel in 20 years. Why? Because Tiger, because was, Tiger's in the conversation, that's yeah. why. He would. Be, what was he? Twelfth going into the weekend or He's, something like all that. All he has to be is in the conversation. You don't think? You don't think Augusta National is uh, welcoming Tiger back with open arms? Can you imagine how big of a story it will be if he's in the top ten heading into the weekend at the Masters? Dude, I I was on the other side of the fence for a while. You know when when Tiger went through all those transgressions and his life became so public and you're like, dude, this guy's just whack. He's a mess. Or and was that, a mess. And he needed that time off. He, he needed did. that humbling. We he all did. need the humbling. Again, we're all just one step away from yep. vast humility. Yep. We all need it. He got it. He got it big. But now I'm, I'm of the opinion golf needs Tiger back. I'm with you. There are two things Americans seem to love. We seem to love knocking people off their pedestal, right? We just, we, we seem to just revel in it yeah. of a fall from grace. Remember when they rooted against Rocky Balboa and Rocky three? I know. I know. We love the fall from grace because you know what? We just, we kind of get a little bit of deep down. We don't want to admit it, but we kind of yeah. like to see people get their comeuppance. But you know what I think we like even better? Mm. The rebound, the redemption story, es- especially when they prove us wrong. See, like, Tiger is not only a redemption story, but he proves a lot of us know-it-alls wrong. Like, oh, yeah. I, I predicted a year ago, like all the know-it-alls, he'll never win another tournament. Yeah. Really? The way he's playing now? He'll win. I love when people prove us wrong. And seeing him come back from these injuries, 
and all the turmoil off the off the course and all the problems and the back surgeries and the addiction to painkillers, that would be as good a redemption story in sports as we've probably had. Another great one, Peter Forsberg. Peter from the Forsberg. Or from the foot Both? or from what? Both. Remember how many times he tried to come back? The, the oh. spleen was just a minor flesh wound for him. You just pull that sucker out and you play hockey again. It was the foot. <laughs> Easy to say when it's not your spleen. Ah, just pull it. You know what? We didn't even get the right, I didn't get the right injury for Peyton Manning. It wasn't his initial comeback. It was missing games and coming back in against San Diego in the season finale. Yeah. Couple that was there. the return from injury from Peyton Manning that was great. I just texted Julie Brownman. Heretofore, Julie Browning. You could be her date. Well, I asked her, I said, can I be your date tonight? My wife won't mind if I get to see Hamilton. And she yeah. said, I would have to kill the person she's going. I w- Hey, north side, baby. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. Come spend the most Colorado festive holiday with the Mammoth and their sweet Colorado-themed gear, which will be auctioned off post-game. Visit the Pepsi Center box office with a valid Colorado ID to get tickets starting at just $3.03. Offer not valid on game day. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. Right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, they have the savings you're looking for. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. They need to sell 117 before month's end, so they're ready to make you a deal. Plus, they'll even match your down payment up to $2,500 on any new or used vehicle and receive two years of maintenance with every purchase. Matching down only happens in February, so get it now. Off by 25 and 104th. Online at LarryHMillerNissan104.com. Driven by you. Find the answers to all your Colorado state tax questions at colorado.gov slash tax. Visit colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us. But all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. 
Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303 395 Six nine five seven thousand or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident reported now northbound I-25 at Dry Creek. Stop and go traffic starts around Lincoln Avenue. Northbound stay slow. Arapahoe through to Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Westbound I-76 running slow as you make your approach to Pecos where there's a crash off to the left shoulder. What is the education of your children worth? There are children across the world who lack the privilege of going to school. Change the story for one child at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Probably leapfrog two teams in the standings tonight with a win, and that's the way you got to look at it. The playoffs has basically already started, and and it's it's really good for our team. You know, a young team, guys that haven't been through it before, playing important games already now coming into March. It's it's going to be an interesting. Uh, well, we got under six weeks left to go, yeah. and 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 that's what we want. That's the only way to grow is to play in these important games and see how our team responds. You know, as I listen back to my interviews with our guests, especially uh, Coach Bednar, why do I always do that in the background? They're talking, and I'm like, yeah, uh huh. You mumble your agreement, yeah, mm hmm, mm hmm, yeah. Is it? Do they need that? Why do I do that? Have you ever sat next to that person like at a movie? Yeah. Or at mm-hmm. church? I sit next to, I was next to this lady this week and yeah. every time something would be said she'd go, mm. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. drove me nuts. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Calm down. By the way, uh, Avs fans, let's go! Big game at Pepsi Center tonight and you heard Coach Bednar talk about every game's a big game. Every game's a playoff game from here on out. In fact, both the Avs and the Nuggets have a lot in common. They should be treating every single game down the stretch as a playoff game. Now, uh, it's Wednesday night. I get it. It's middle of the week. But it's nice weather. It's a big game. I expect a big crowd there. Really, there's only one excuse for not being at Pepsi Center. Tonight. Hamilton. That's it. 
That's it. So you're going to have to give me a little bit of an update in the morning of how this thing went down. Dude, I will be so mad if you go to Hamilton without me tonight. And I will, I'll keep track, like an intermission. I'll probably, you know, open up my ESPN app and kind of see how things are going. Uh, just so I'm not totally out of the loop, but yeah, that's the only excuse for not being there tonight is if you happen to have, you know, free tickets to Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. You're gonna Irv Brown this thing? I'm, I'm leaving the show. <laughs> I'm so angry. Go be a security guard at Gate Green. You know what makes me angry? Cause you know how badly I want to go. And you don't care deep down. You don't, you're like, you're just going. I know. You know, you know I'm like into it. Do you know how badly I'd like to be the voice of the train at DIA? I would trade you that. Just, hey, as long as we're on the record, everyone listening in Denver, I, if I win that, and I'm not going to, it's going to be Roach. If I win that, I would gladly trade voice of the train for a ticket to Hamilton no, this in is, a heart. It's beat. all based on what you're qualified to do. I can't do that. I can't voice that. <laughs> The you train is departing. You just read from a paper. First of all, can we go back to that whole Have thing? Have you heard my American what, financing what are reads? The Come qualifications on. exactly. Reading? I'm not Remedial good at reading, reading a script. I'm, I'm not good at it. I'm not a script a guy. I'm an off script guy. Just for the record, I don't know if they're run by the same people. I don't know if DIA trains and where's this play? It's at the DCPA. I don't the know Denver if they're, run, if they're run by the same people. I'll make you a deal. Give me the damn tickets, and I won't bother you about this train anymore. And I'm more qualified to promote the DCPA, because I guarantee you I've been to the Buell Theater more than you. Guarantee. Back to our Power 5 question of the day. <laughs> I just got to get off topic, because you're firing me up right now. Um, last night, we saw the return of Paul Millsap after missing 44 games. The return was spoiled, clearly. He played well, I thought. It's always easy to spoil a return when you give up 41 freaking points in the fourth quarter and lose to the Clippers, blowing a 19-point lead. But Millsap looked good, and I still believe, I really do, and I'm not saying this because we're going to have Malone on, Coach Malone, in 20 minutes. I still believe the Nuggets will make the playoffs. And I think when you get humbled like they did last night, you can learn from those moments. They better. Yeah, if I was getting they on better. a plane this weekend and flying to the desert, I would pick the Nuggets. To I still make think the they will. Yeah. I just don't want it to come by default. That's all. I want them to earn their... I don't want one of these, well, you got to base it on other teams losing. No, I hate that notion. Yeah, don't back in. Hate it. Don't back in. Don't back just in. Just get in. So the power get five, in. though, based on that, is Paul Millsap returned. Yeah. So it's athlete who's returned from injury you anticipated yes. the most. So here are some of the suggestions coming via text. You know, we got the Tiger Woods. I thought that was uh, supreme because everybody anticipates his return. Yeah, it's fantastic. We got Peter Forsberg who made uh, several attempted comebacks with that that foot injury, yeah. that, that troublesome foot injury, which nagged him for the uh, back end of his career. Uh, here's a texture that says, what about Troy Tulowitzki returning like 20 times and then just getting hurt again? Troy Tulowitzki returning from heavy legs? Or from injuring his hand when he broke a bat when he was mad, or which injury? I mean, he was constantly hurt. Which hammy? Uh, Paul says, what about Adrian Peterson? One of the best comeback seasons in history after he tore his ACL. Yeah. yeah. Nearly broke Eric Dickerson's rushing record. Yeah. I always anticipated the next series when Ray Crockett returned from that pulled hammy that <laughs> he got when he gave up a big play. Uh, I brought this up and it's not on the text line. The old guys will, You'll remember this and appreciate this. In my opinion, this return from injury trumps all returns you will hear today. This is the greatest of all time. This would have won the Power Five yes. if someone texted it in. If 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 I gave you this to text in, you win. Rocky freaking Blyer. Rocky Blyer. 
If you don't know Rocky Blyer's story, go buy the book. Go or, buy or, the book. Or you can watch the movie starring, yes. you know? I don't. Robert Urich from Vegas. Oh, Robert Urich played Rocky Also Blyer? from Spencer for Hire. Yes, he played, he played Rocky Blyer. Now for those people who are like HW or Marty O or millennials out there who, you know, I'm always, I'm a fan of the millennials. They just don't know anything that occurred let, before well, 2000. Let me Tell give, the story. Let me give you the Rocky Blyer story. Notre Dame, by the way. Oh, here we go. Okay. Domer. Uh, played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Drafted by the Steelers, 1968. And in 69, decided, you know what? I'm going to volunteer for the U.S. Army. Much like Pat Tillman, the late, great Pat Tillman. He volunteered? Volunteered for duty. He wasn't drafted? He was originally drafted, but because he had a job, you know, you lose. Yeah, yeah, you got to defer. Volunteered, went to South Vietnam in 1969, got hit with a grenade and a rifle bullet in his leg, wounded his left thigh badly, shrapnel in his lower right leg, lost part of his foot in the blast. I mean, he was done. Not only did he return to the NFL two years later, he played again. He got back in Steelers camp in 1970, worked through it all, got playing time, played special teams predominantly, but he played again in the NFL with a partial foot, for crying out loud. Yeah, he was a part of the Steelers' Super Bowl teams, the dynasties. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated making a great catch in one of those Super Bowls for a touchdown. Um, the Rocky Blyer story you is actually... You won't find one better than that. You won't. You just don't. That's an amazing... It's an amazing story. In terms of anticipated, though, because he wasn't a big star. No, no. He was a role player. But he was a bit player. That may be the best recovery from injury story of all time. They need to do a football life on Rocky Blyer. I know they've got the movie, but that movie's 40 years old. Yeah. It stars Robert Urich for the crying book, out loud. Yeah, the book's better. The book is uh, oh, fighting back. Don't try and Blyer sound story. like you're artsy. Well, I'm, I'm, the book's better. A lot of times books are better than the movies. I'm just telling you. I'll bring you in a Hamilton autobiography. You can read it. By the way, how many books am I going to loan you that I never get back because you never read them? I, every, every book I've read, I brought back. I brought back Shoe Dog. I brought back Furious George. But you don't read them. The only book I haven't brought back is the one about your family. And you gave <laughs> me that. Again, you don't read them. I read Shoe Dog. I read parts of Furious George. Uh, we're getting a lot more from the uh, Peter Forsberg camp. I got uh, one. Here's one from 3899. How about Akeeb after he shot himself? <laughs> not exactly a laughing matter, but it's a laughing matter. Yeah, why is it not a laughing matter? You know we do. That's what we did. He's fine. He injured himself. No one got hurt. That's the. That seems like the classic la- yeah. laughing matter to me. How about this one? This one's coming up here. I got a lot. I got months. a lot here that just came down. Andrew Luck. Well, if no, if you're not, you don't think people in Indianapolis are anticipating that course return from injury. Their, their franchise revolves around Andrew Luck. That's one of the bigger stories heading into the 2018 NFL season. Uh, here's one that happened just last season, and how we missed this. We're stupid. Chad Bettis. That's a great one. Guy of cancer. That's a great one. Remember that game? Remember the chills? Were you at that game? I was not. I was like the uh, 30,000 Rockies fans who couldn't get in their seats in time. Remember that game when he took the ball, his first start back, after spending six months during chemo? Yeah. And decided, I'm going to play baseball again. And he played that season, last season. My favorite moment of the uh, Rockies season was one of two things. 
Nolan's walk off on Father's Day to complete the cycle. Pretty hard to beat. Or the scene between Bud Black and Chad Bettis in the dugout when the skipper pulls him after seven innings. That was a great moment. That was a great moment. Steve says Lance Armstrong, his return. You know what? Say what you will about Lance Armstrong yeah. and his cheating. That's amazing. It's what he did. Did you see the photos of him? I, I did. Have you read his book, Do I Dare Ask? No, but if you bring it in, I'll all read right, it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Listen, if you're a sport, here's, I'm going to draw the line right now. If you are a sports fan and you're listening to this show, I don't want you listening anymore unless you read Lance Armstrong's first book. Do you have it's it? It's a must read. Yes, I have it. Bring it in. I'll it's, read it. It's the story of the human spirit before he got all crazy, okay? I'll read it over the weekend. If you do not read that book, we're done. Okay, I'll read it. Bring it in. I don't want to go buy it. I'll give you the book for one of those Hamilton tickets tonight. <laughs> Even exchange. When we come back, Marty O, don't forget, Coach Michael Malone, 9 a.m. right here on Altitude 950. At Discover, we believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cash back match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. Construction season is in full swing, and Brandon Sand and Gravel is ready and able to hire now. Paid trading starts as soon as pre-employment is complete. So plan on attending the hiring event Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at Brandon Sand and Gravel at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. Brandon has endless opportunities for all levels and will be performing on-site interviews and making immediate job offers. All offers are contingent on background check, drug screening, and physical. So make plans to attend the huge hiring event at Brandon Sand and Gravel Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVA Lakewood.com. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Stop and go traffic northbound I-25 from around Lincoln Avenue up through to Dry Creek where there's a crash clearing off the right lane. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Northbound staying slow on I-25 Arapaho Road through to Hamden. Your southbound I-25 drive the worst of it is downing through to Hamden where your speeds are in the single digits and teens. Every child is full of potential but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Coming up after this show on Altitude 950, it's Brownman and Hastings. They've got Earl Boykins in studio. They're also going to visit with Paul Clee of the Gazette. Is Paul in Indianapolis getting all this... Uh... Wonderful insight from uh, Vance Joseph. Good question. Uh, but Julie just um, reminded me of something I witnessed last night. And, again, I want to couch this. This is not me going, oh, we're the best. That broadcast from TNT, the players-only broadcast, and I'd love to get your opinion on this. I asked via Twitter last night what people thought. It's not the TNT group. TNT does an outstanding job, right? They're... <laughs> They're inside the NBA show is the best in the business, the best across all sports. The people that they have working for TNT, Kevin Harlan's as good as it gets. Yes. But this players-only deal that they try to pull off on Tuesday nights where they have ex-players call the game, guys who don't really know how to call a game, but they're just commenting. Yeah. It's awful. And I know I'm not the only one who believes that. Is it awful? It's not bad because it's bad because you need that role player who is the booming announcer who gives you the play-by-play. Here's what's happening. Here's what's unfolding. Now let me have your commentary. There's a reason play-by-play and analysts are serving specific roles. Is it awful or is it just so different that it's hard to get used to? It's awful. Okay. In my book. Okay. Now, you might disagree. Others listening right now might say, it's fine, shut up. I thought it's it makes the game it's almost you couldn't hear them right. above the din of the crowd. They weren't loud enough. They when you're watching a game and a big play happens, what do you hear from the play by play announcer? Yeah, excitement. You, you feel the breath of the moment, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, when Marlowe calls it, dilly dilly, anybody, anybody, Harlan, when you hear a game and there's a big change in momentum, you want your announcer to feel it with you. You don't get that with this players-only broadcast. I thought it was awful. No, I'm with you, and I think uh, play-by-play guys tend to be underappreciated, right? Everybody loves to rip Jim Nance and it's Joe Buck. It's a lot harder than it looks. And it, it is it is difficult to be good at it. It's similar to in this job, yeah. sitting in your chair, driving a show is not easy, and the best ones make it look easy, make it seem simple. Well, I've tried play-by-play, and I'm terrible at it, okay, because I'm too emotional. And again, last night, you had three guys just sort of talking. If I want three guys talking, I I can go to a bar and catch three guys talking. I, I, I need pace. I need. It didn't feel right. It never does. Yeah, there's no flow. I, I, I would agree with that. The flow just seems off. Now, the guys are all great. I'm Kevin McHale. It's a Hall of Famer, right? Greg Anthony's great. They had Rip Hamilton. Great. But the three of them together without an anchor? Nah, don't work. I'll bet Hamilton was okay. On the text line, totally agree, Vic. They weren't even really paying attention. They were just putting in plugs for the future TNT show. TNT shows, pretty awful. And if I have to hear this is players only one more time, yeah, we get it. 
We get it. It's players only. I got you. Now tell me about the game. What's happening? Tell me why the Nuggets blew a 19-point lead. Can somebody tell me why? Why they can't cover the pick and roll. That would have been good. That'd be good analysis. See, and that's where a professional in that group will say, here's what's happening. You as the analyst, tell me why yeah. it's happening. They did, that, that did, that never occurred. Nobody was teeing each other no, up. No, that doesn't, it's just guys talking. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if I want guys talking, I'll go to 16th Street Mall. Well, what, start talking with people. What's the question in the post game you would ask Hanslick? Why that, the that hell very they stop the pick and roll? That very question. Yeah. The game wasn't, see, to me, and we'll talk to Coach Malone here in eight minutes. The game wasn't lost in the final minute. No. The game was lost in the last three minutes of the third quarter. Correct. That's where the game was lost. When uh, Doc Rivers cleared his bench, that lead should have gone to 20-plus. game was over. And it's finished. The fact that they got it to, what, 10? Was it 10 at the after, after three? How, how, I mean, I know they had a they I'm not sure what the finish. score after three was. I know this. It was a 19-point lead, and it went to 10 in about 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. It just... You're right though. That's when the game, that's when the game went up in smoke. Bring me some sugar. sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woohoo! Sugar slam! Shake that. So, Vic, what was worse? The players only broadcast or the Thursday night football game where they used that different camera angle? Oh, I like the camera angle. You liked it? Oh, I, I loved you didn't it. Like it. Oh no, mm. I love that camera angle. It was a different perspective. It gave you the perspective of the quarterback who's open downfield. Remember that angle? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, I don't like it exclusively. I yeah. like when they mix it up, but that angle gave me something I don't know. The players only stuff is just a bunch of guys blah blah. I I didn't like it. I got you. Okay, Aroldis Chapman turns 30 today. You face 10 of his fastballs. How many making contact? I with? would cry. I wouldn't even do it. I, There's you, no you way. Even, you wouldn't Zero. even take a hack? I wouldn't do it. What if you had money on the line? Everybody you hit, you got a thousand bucks. I, I wouldn't be able to turn on it. I'm afraid of a 60 mile an hour pitch. I go to those batting cages now and they turn them up to 70 yeah. and I get scared. If you started swinging when he released the ball, I don't think you'd catch I, up to There's it. no way. I mean, no. I'm not I'm not good enough. Do you think you could bunt and make contact? I would never square up to a ball coming that scary. Are you crazy? Yeah. I'm just trying to say what what would give you a shot at no. making contact. No. Just hold the bat out and stand I, away from I quit play. baseball ninth grade because I was afraid of the ball. I'm not afraid to admit that. I, I became afraid of the baseball. Did you get hit once? or well, I got hit multiple times Yeah. in the ankle. Yeah. No part of that. Okay, Icky Woods turns 52 today, best known for his Icky Shuffle. You guys, you guys a fan of that? Uh, sure. It was cute. Mm-hmm. What was that? 1988. I mean, yeah. Boy, talk about a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I know. Icky Woods was great his rookie year. How about that and team? Did nothing else. About Ken Anderson is your was Ken Anderson his quarterback? Or was I it think Boomer? that was the Boomer. Was team. it the Boomer? That was team? the 88 team that lost okay. on the John Taylor touchdown right at the end of the oh, Super yeah. Bowl. Was that the game where Tim? Tim Crumry broke his leg. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When when Joe Montana saw John Candy yeah. down on the sideline. That side was line. disgusting. Yeah. All right. I feel bad for these people that have uh, birthdays on February 29th, so I'll give them a shout out. Tony Robbins would have turned 58 huh. tomorrow. He's tall. I'll He's bet Tony Robbins man. takes having a birthday on Leap Day in stride. I'm sure. positive about him. it. Yeah, he's fine. That guy's voice. As much talking as, as you, have you heard his voice, yeah. it's like gone. He can barely talk anymore. Sure. When do you think they celebrate their birthday? Do they do, they do it on the 28th? Do they do it on the 1st? What are they, how do they go about doing that? Well, if you're anything like uh, Manchester here, it's, it's a, a week-long fest. Week. You know what yeah. I would do? Uh-huh. Here's seriously what I would do. I would do the 28th and the 1st. 
I get I get two days for my birthday. Well, then what about when you do have a 29th? Then did you just go you just all out on the 29th? Okay. Okay. All right. 1983, the final episode of MASH premieres or um, airs. 125 million people watched it. So there wasn't binging back then. So how many of those people were watching MASH for the first time? Because 125 million people weren't watching MASH the whole series, right? Correct. You know what, though? It was an aggregate thing. People at some point watched MASH, right? You may not watch every episode, but you caught enough of it. Those were the old days, though, Marty, where you didn't have 114,000 channels. You didn't have many options. You had four, right? I mean, when I was a kid, you had four options. ABC, CBS, NBC, and some other remote channel, PBS. PBS. Okay, Channel 2 back in the day was an independent station in town. Fox did not exist. Cable did not exist. I mean, you didn't have all these other options. So you were forced to watch MASH, I don't essentially. Know, I don't know what the population was then. My guess is it was around 250 million. So that was that means half of America was tuned into the exact same TV show. That's amazing. That's crazy. The That's Super crazy. Bowl that year only drew 83 million. So. Well, there you go. That puts it in that puts it in some perspective. Um not a really very good episode though. You know, it, it, that just like got it. me thinking of something. Too many options is bad. How many times do you find yourself going through your channels going what? All what, the time. What? And it's think about all the time you waste doing that. You waste almost as much time thumbing through the channels as you do watching whatever's on. I watch about six channels. I watch ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox. I watch those when a game is on. I watch Altitude, ESPN, and Smithsonian. That's about it. Tell you what I would watch. Hamilton in person. Yeah. Somebody got me a ticket. I'll Facebook Live it for you. All right. 1991, Don Mattingly is named the 10th captain of the Yankees. How come captains aren't uh, a league-wide thing? There have only been a handful of them. Yeah, it's not a baseball thing. Yeah. Wasn't Jeter captain as well? Jeter yeah. was the next captain. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's big in the NF. It's big in football, right? It's big in, in basketball. Big in hockey. I think hockey course, is the cap- biggest. That is the one. You, you get got the, the C, C. Yeah. or the A. Yeah, recent- I don't know. Who, uh, who, would be the, who would be the Rockies captain? Oh, Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Got to. Okay. I mean, you tell me. You don't think Chuck Nasty's well, in the conversation? You asked me. I said Nolan. Now, what do you want to fight? Would it have been Cargo last year? Probably. Now it's Nolan's team. So all the more reason. Right, if I ask you, whose team is this? Nolan Arnold's right. team. All the more reason they need to bring back the captain, Carlos Gonzalez. Okay. <laughs> the recent captains were David Wright of the Mets, Jason Veritek, and then Paul Konerko of the White Sox. Okay. All right. Uh, 1995, DIA opens, turns 23 today. Mm-hmm. Replacing Stapleton Airport. Yep. You know, has anyone... We were supposed to have the spokesperson from DIA on today, trying to get the results of this voice thing. Why are why are they looking to change the voice? Is there something that happened? Or is there... Well, are they uh, just trying to drum up promotion? No. Adele What's retired. Adele retired and moved to Arizona, so she's no longer a Colorado person. And Roach quit the Broncos and became the voice of the Vikings. Dude, I have no problem with the voices remaining the same. I'm not going to lose sleep. Over Did the I say I had a problem is. with it? I just was explaining to you what happened. I just was giving you the facts, Vic. Delivering Again. the news. Why are you yelling at me? I'm just delivering you the news. Again, if any of my challengers have tickets to Hamilton, I would be willing. I'd be willing to withdraw my nomination for the Voice right now if you give me those tickets. If Jeremy Hubbard, right now. If Jeremy Hubbard has two tickets, right now, and, and without batting an eyelash, I'm out. You would you would pass it along to him if you win. Right now. Okay. My word is my word. Is that is that championship transferable? Like can you pass that on? Why not? It's mine. I can do what I want with it. Uh-huh. That's a good question. All right, and that is it for me, fellas. 
Uh, what'd you leave on the cutting room floor today, uh, Marty? 2013, the brains of two rats were connected and they could share info. Some groundbreaking <laughs> how, science. How do they know? Wait, we gotta get back to that later. <laughs> hold on, hold on to that thought, please. Okay. I know we gotta hit the brain. I'll do here. some more research on that. I would be fascinated to connect <laughs> brains with you, Vic. Like what actually is going through your mind oh, when I'm God. going off on some Trevor Simeon rant? By the way, that would be fun. uh, Boban, who uh, killed the Nuggets last night. Uh, leave it to my cousin to send me a photo of uh, Boban and his, I'm not sure if this is his girlfriend or fiance. Boban done good. Uh, he has. Boban and, done uh, really good. She's probably five foot one. Oh my God. Well, he's seven three three hundred. So Michael Malone on what happened at Pepsi Center last night. The head coach coming up next. This has been your morning sugar fix brought to you by Lamar's Donuts going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avs are at Pepsi Center to take on the Calgary Flames. Puck drops at 7.30 with a pregame show getting it away at 7.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Back on top, Garrison at three. From way downtown. Yes! And ladies and gentlemen, I've got to tell you. Oh, that's a dagger right there. That was absolutely beautiful. And this thing is. How did he do it? Over. Denver's all sports station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And here he is, folks. Here comes number four, Paul Millsap, playing his 20th game of the year. And the crowd comes to its feet at Pepsi Center. Now he's guarded by Decker, throws down low to Plumley. He kicks back out to Millsap, head fake, then he forces a three. Baked it in, fighting the horn. That was a heck of a return for Paul Millsap last night after missing 44 games with the wrist injury. He plays 23 minutes, scores nine points. He had seven boards, couple block shots. I think he, uh, Play beyond expectations, to be honest with you. Unfortunately, all spoiled by the loss to the Clippers, 122-120. We welcome to the show. He joins us on a weekly basis, the head coach of your Denver Nuggets, Michael Malone. Uh, coach, I wish we were talking on better terms this morning, but those kind of losses have to leave a mark. Um, when do you let it go? How do you let it go? Um, not today. I still haven't let it go. Obviously, yeah. very tough loss. Uh, anytime you're up by uh, 18 points with two minutes, and 50 seconds to go in the third quarter, and your opponents cleared their bench, um, you know, that, that's a tough one to give away. Um, so, obviously, um, we met. I didn't get home last night till after 2 o'clock. Um, so this one will stay with us for a little while. But here's the challenge, Vic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you finished up the month of February 7-3, a, overall a great month for us. And we're going, to, going into a very challenging month of March Four home games and I think eleven road games. So uh, we, we can't let this stay with us too long because we have another challenging road trip coming up, and uh, we, we got to find ways to string some wins together, and that's going to be the big challenge. Couple things, Coach. Um, I agree with you. The game, and we we focus on the last play with Jamal, and you, we heard your comments. Wish maybe he would have found Jokic. We can focus on the final minute. The game wasn't lost in the final minute. The game was lost in the final minutes of the third when you give up that lead. So let's start there. How does that happen? In hindsight, when you look back, what may have you done differently? What could your players have done differently? How do you give up 18-point lead with two minutes to play in the third? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's a combination of things. Um, you know, Nikola Jokic, we run a play. Nikola gets a great look at a three. 
he misses the shot. They come right down. They post up Boban. On the entry, we gamble for it. We don't get it. Paul Millsup has to come over and help. We give up an N1. Clock is stopped. It's a three-point play. And quite frankly, if I had to summarize the end of the third quarter, it would be um, we stopped attacking. We, we started just settling for jump shots. Um, we didn't attack the basket. And then defensively, obviously, uh, Boban had a huge impact on the game. And you can get, I mean, and for me, and I've, I've thought about this since the game ended up until this phone call, you know, what could we have done differently? But at the end of the day, you know, even the end of the third, that 13-2 to two run, but to start the fourth, a 19-4 to four run. And to start the fourth quarter, Vic, so it wasn't just the end of the third. To start the fourth quarter, the first four minutes of that quarter, a 19-4 to four run, we have five turnovers for 12 points. Like, we killed ourselves. You know, down the stretch in the fourth quarter, you know, we were able to fight back twice in the fourth quarter and make it a tie game uh, or get within two points. But you cannot beat yourself and we have those many turnovers, 20 for 27 in the game, but five for 12 in the first four minutes of the fourth quarter. Uh, so I think it was a combination of poor offensive execution, the inability to value the ball, settling for jump shots, and then defensively not getting back. You know, that team scores 16 transition points on us. And in the fourth quarter, I can remember at least three or four occasions where they just threw the ball ahead over the top and there was nobody back. They got behind our defense. Yeah. End of the third quarter, Lou Williams, with three seconds on the clock, gets a coast-to-coast layup. Those are plays that just can't happen, especially at this time of the year and keeping in mind of what we're trying to play for. The urgency. And I don't think enough players on this team understand that these are playoff games. I mean, you're not in the playoffs yet. How do you stress that? How do you get that point across? And we talk so much about youth, but I know a lot of fans and sometimes they use a coach. You gotta, you gotta be tired of the youth excuse. When will they understand that these are urgent games and you gotta play each possession like it's your last? You know, it's, uh, that is something that you would hope as a coach that they do understand. And, you know, we talk about our schedule and how many games we have left, and how many home games, and how many road games. And we talk about playing the Clippers. We only played them three times this year. This is a huge game in terms of potential tiebreakers. Now we've lost the tiebreaker with the Clippers because we only played them three times this year. Um, and the funny thing is, at halftime, we showed at the end of the first quarter, we score, same thing happens, Vic. At the end of the first quarter, they inbound the ball, we go for a steal. They throw the ball up the court. We go for a steal. We miss both attempts at getting the steal, and they get a layup at the buzzer. Same thing happens at the end of the third quarter. That's four points right there. Right? Forget everything else. It's four points right there. If you take away, we win the game. So, And I made the same point you just made post game. I agree, Vic. These are our playoff games right now. You know, we, we can't wait until the end of middle of April and hope to be a playoff team and say, hey, the, all right, now the playoffs start. No, our playoffs start now. We have 21 playoff games left. And every possession, every play, every situation matters. And that's not, I'll have to continue to stress. We're going to watch film about this game and show what we could have done better, where the breakdowns were, and all those little plays. Like you said, it doesn't come back down to Jamal Murray pass or no pass, turnover, foul, no foul. It came down to all the plays that happened way before that final play where we just did not get the job done. Let's talk about defense, Coach. Obviously, the return of Paul Millsap helps you defensively. I saw it last night. He made, made a couple smart plays. But when the Clippers made that run with the Giant in there, the 7-3 guy, it, it looked like to me, and again, I... I speak from a, a, a point of ignorance. I don't know if I'm seeing the same thing you're seeing. It looked like they were running the same damn pick and roll play. 
Why, why was it so hard for the Nuggets to make adjustments with that specific play? Yeah, and, and first off, uh, regarding Paul Millsap, uh, I thought overall, to your point, on, on the lead into this, I thought overall Paul was great. You know, you consider the fact he missed 44 games, he comes out and plays yes. as well as he does. I think it even surprised him how well he played. I thought the first half he was phenomenal. And, and, and to be quite honest, and this is to be expected, I thought in the second half did not have the same impact. And I'm I'm just assuming that that had a lot to do with conditioning. Guy hadn't played competitive basketball in a long time, uh, and now he's in a real game situation. And he, uh, you know, played his butt off in that first half. So great to have Paul back. The second part uh, to your question, uh, yes, they went to a pick and roll with Boban Marjanovic, and it killed us. And we tried to give it different looks. We tried to get different players into the game. And really what it comes down to was, as he's rolling to the basket and we're having our weak defenders come in and help on that roll, you know, that that smaller guy coming over a lot of times is Jamal Murray, it's Gary Harris. It's guys where even if they're there early and on time and doing their job, Boba Marjanovic is a big, big individual, I think, as we all saw last night. And uh, it, it, that play gave us, a lot of problems no matter what we did with it. And it came down to a lot of it was just the sheer size that he had. But, again, I told our players last night, we're going to watch the film. I'm going to look at ways that we can help our team more in those situations. But even though that was a killer play, if we take care of the ball uh, and we don't turn it over and we get back in transition, we win the game. And I think we win the game comfortably. And I've never seen an 18-point lead no. disappear as quickly as that did last night. And that's the most dis- uh, disappointing thing about that loss. I'll say this, because, you know, I've been around a long time. You've obviously coached a long time. Sometimes you get woken up with that kind of humbling defeat, right? Because I think deep down everybody thought, all right, game's over. I thought the game was over. Hell, you probably – at some point human nature sets in. So now that you lose a game you're supposed to win, do you think that wakes guys up a little bit? Do you think that helps down the stretch? I, I hope so. You know, like um, somebody asked after the game last night, you know, does this loss have to sting? You know, is this a wake-up It call? better. It, that's my answer. I mean, uh, my answer last night post-game and my answer this morning to you, Vic, would be it better. Uh, again, you know, because the importance of every single game we play right now – uh, matters. I mean, these, these next month and a half, whatever you want, whatever, whatever it is, you know, look at the standings every day. They're going to change. That's how tight the race is in the West. Um, so when you play really good basketball for pretty much through three quarters, that's two minutes and 53 seconds of the third quarter, we're playing really good basketball. You built a 19-point lead. The defense overall to that point was actually really good. You know, I think after the third quarter, they were shooting just about 45 from the field, 27 from three, 81 points. You know, so we're doing a good job in a lot of areas. And then all of a sudden, a huge collapse. So if this does not wake us up, if this does not give us a greater sense of urgency, how every play matters and we can't have the breakdowns that we had last night, then obviously then, then that becomes very concerning. I believe it will be a wake-up call. We had a similar loss to Phoenix early in January. I thought we responded pretty well after that. And again, I don't want to panic because when you look at what we've done this past month, 7-3 and three with the schedule that we've had, we have done some really good things and we have not had a game like this in a long time. So I think it's going to be a blip on the radar. We'll learn from it. We'll move past us and go down to Memphis and try to get that bad taste out of our mouth. Yeah, I agree. It's way too early to panic. And, and you've beaten good teams before. And you, you lose a game that you're supposed to win. Now you just have to make up for it by 
by winning a game you're not supposed to win, and you have plenty of opportunities here down the stretch to do that. Coach, um, I, I need to ask lastly before we go, how do you work on getting Millsap reintegrated? He looked good last night. How long before you put him back in the starting lineup? Do you put him back in the starting lineup? How does that all work from here on out? Yeah, he'll definitely wind up in our starting lineup, you know, uh, and that was a major topic of discussion amongst the coaches as we sat there late into the night last night. Um, you know, because it, the, the reality is this, you know, uh, Paul's a starter, and when you have Paul in the starting lineup, I think he gives you another defensive player along with Wilson Chandler and Gary Harris, which can hopefully help our defense because it has not been where it needs to be. Um, but I also like initially, and it could be one more game, it could be three more games where Bring him along. Again, last night I thought I thought it was a tale of two halves for Paul Millsap. First half I thought he was excellent. Second half I thought he struggled a little bit, and that was because of his conditioning and his wind. And that's to be expected when you're out as long as he has been out. But uh, he will be back in the starting lineup. There's no doubt about that, Vic, because he's our starter and he's going to be our closer and he's going to be a guy that we continue to, to play through. But right now in the short term, trying to get him back reintegrated, get his rhythm, get his conditioning back. And once we feel he's there, then we'll obviously we'll get him back into that starting lineup. Coach, I'll leave you with this. The best news I've gotten over the last few weeks is this. You know you're not doing your job when the fans react apathetically, when they don't care. When they care, when they criticize, when they talk, when they admonish, when they do what we're doing this morning, that means they care about your team. That means the expectations are higher than they usually are. So as a coach, I just want you you know this. The fact that people are talking about the Nuggets and angry today, that's a good thing. Don't you agree? Oh, and I welcome it. I mean, it's uh, you know our fans have been unbelievable this year. We had another great crowd last night, uh, and and my hope is that even though last night was a tough loss, you know I want them to remember that we have been a very good team so far this year. I think we've surpassed expectations by most considering the injury to Paul Millsap, but keep on coming back, keep on supporting us, and keep on showing that emotion. Yeah. To your point, Vic, emotion is good. Emotion shows that you care and you're invested, and I'm okay with that. So, uh, you know, keep on making the Pepsi Center a tough place to play. I appreciate you coming on the show after a tough loss. Coach, thank you very much. You got it, Vic. Have a great day. Take Bye. care. Bye. That Bye. is Michael Malone, head coach of your Denver Nuggets. Love to get your reaction to what he had to say. Big question moving forward. If Millsap is reintegrated into that starting lineup and gets more minutes, who loses those minutes? And and I'm you know, I could have asked the coach that question, but he's not going to tell you that. He's not going to tell you that until he talks to his players. And come on the radio and say, "Yeah, Trey Lyles isn't playing anymore." So I'm asking you, as a listener, whose minutes do you take? What rotation do you go with? What would you have done differently? Curious. If you're the coach of the team, what would you have done differently? late third quarter when the Clippers went on that run. We're all coaches now. I am the captain now. It's 9-14. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Okay, you're at that point now. I have a friend of mine who has to sell a house and move into a house and has to do it quickly. I got just the guy for you. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. Why? Because he's going to make you the following offer. He will put your home at a price and a time to sell it and if you don't get it done, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's how confident he is. He's confident in his marketing system to sell homes. Give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk here for you. 720-600-6244. LT.
altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Wednesday edition of Crackman and Harris, to get you ready for the combine, we've taken the wonder lick and you can't guess who got the highest score. Was it Tom Beer? Plus, we will talk to Philip Lindsay. He won't be at the combine, but hopefully the former CU running back will be going on to a successful NFL career. Tune in, Crackman and Harris Wednesday. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Nick Backridge here from Susbuick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Susbuick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC, selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Sus Buick GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. I'm the flu. And I'm everywhere this season. (laughs) The flu can be serious or even deadly. You can catch it from anyone, anywhere. Don't tempt fate. It's not too late to get your flu vaccine to protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, coach, I wish we were talking on better terms this morning, but those kind of losses have to leave a mark. Um, when do you let it go? How do you let it go? Um, not today. I still haven't let it go. Obviously, yeah. very tough loss. Uh, anytime you're up by uh, 18 points with two minutes and 50 seconds to go in the third quarter, 
and your opponents cleared their bench, um, you know, that's a tough one to give away. Special thanks to Michael Malone for joining us. If you missed the interview, it'll be up on the uh, podcast soon, Altitude 950 on the uh, on the app. If you've uh, pulled down the app, if you can't listen to the show live, the app is available to you. Uh, text line, some uh, opinions coming down about the interview itself. We'll play it again a little bit later on one of the other shows. Uh, this person says, a lot of Twitter trolls have it in for Michael Malone's job. I would say listen to that interview and compare it to anything Vance Joseph has said. Uh, amen. Now, listen, I'm not here to defend Michael Malone to the, to the, your opinion is your opinion. But everything he said, it's funny because we agreed on so much. Like every criticism I had about the Nuggets last night. Yeah. He had the same criticism. Yeah. I mean, they didn't get back defensively in transition. They couldn't defend the pick and roll. They ran out of timeouts. All of those are fair criticisms. I don't think he was arguing that those weren't problems. The problem last is night. how do you get it across to the play? How do you, Correct. how do you get them on the same page? That's hard, man. Well, it's, it, look, anytime there's a, a frustrating loss, it's easy to point the finger at the coach. I understand. It's always the coach or the quarterback. It's always the coach or the point guard. It's always the, the, yeah. the coach or the goalie. It's, we get it. He gets it. We all get it. But it, it, it always, it, it's always that thing of, Look at look at some of the alternatives, and I think the texter is right when you look at Vance Joseph. You know, Michael Malone didn't come out or come on these airwaves and talk about it. Well, we had a great week of practice. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I didn't expect to get blown out by no. thirty, but uh, we had a great yeah. week of practice. Again, that that's so inauthentic. Had I conducted that interview and his response is, well, we had a great practice the day before. Yeah, it's it's not real. It's not a true answer. It's not a uh, organic thought on his part. He's it's mad. Scripted. It's scripted. I, I like hearing, but that he's, he's also mad. not panicking. Because you can't. No. Because if you panic as the leader, then the young players panic, and if they pl- then the season's over. And you I can't. thought, I thought he offered some good perspective of, hey, we've had a good month, uh, particularly looking Let's at the schedule we've we played, and, and that's good. You can be, you can be ticked about last night. You can be ticked about letting one get away. It's not that they lost, mm-hmm. Dick. If they'd have come out and the Clippers would have kind of controlled it for the most yeah, part, it's the way they lost. It's the way they and, lost. And it signifies a young, um, at times irresponsible basketball team that rides the highs too much and they got overconfident and they were up 19 and he said it we started settling for jump shots that's a team that thinks the game is over and yeah. it's never over in this league they not when team not when the other team is battling for the same thing you're battling they for they stopped doing the things that got them the 19 point lead and it's the oldest cliche in sports when once you turn the switch off you can't turn it back you on know, and i hate to resort to this cuz it's it sounds so cavemanish you know, Hastings, I'm sure, will have his comments on it, and he'll probably agree with me. Dude, if it's not working and a guy starts going off as Boban did, just give him a hard foul. If you, if you can't stop him, do what you have to do. Yeah. Your guy, Lou Williams, you know should have hit the floor. Yeah, and I hate to resort to that every time. I'm not saying you have to, but if nothing else is working, you got to do what you got to do. Well, you have to do something to change the momentum, something to change the trajectory of where the game is going and that kind of a play often yeah. can do that uh a couple a couple more texts coming in from Derek. that loss sucked but if we're going to be a great team in years to come we need to learn how to close out games on our own could be a good learning experience of course we've heard that before uh it's time to use those learning experiences and learn yeah coach malone compared it to the phoenix game i i i don't think it's like the phoenix game the phoenix game was one where hey a terrible team is coming in here and we're not ready to play 
they were ready to play last night. They knew it was a big game. Last night was Derek is right. It was more about hey, you gotta you gotta finish, and they obviously didn't finish, both in terms of burying a team when they're down nineteen in the third, and what do you do in the final moments of the game? Let's see what the Avs urgency is tonight against Calgary. It better be pretty heightened. Well, Jared Bednar just joined us an hour ago and he told us the same thing that Michael Malone just said. Every every game's a playoff game. And and the hard part for a coach is you can say it, okay? Michael Malone said it in the postgame locker room. Yeah. I'm sure Jared Bednar is going to tell his guys before the you can say got to be another player that says it. It's yeah. it, it can't be a message just from the coach. And if Nuggets players are listening to this show, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, look, the, you know exactly. The coach talks and it turns into that whole peanuts thing where the teacher, mm-hmm. you don't hear him anymore. The That's adults. just the way it is. It's got to be one of your peers that gets to you. The players can read the standings. They have the ESPN app. They can see that if they, if the abs win tonight, they go from 11th to 9th and they'd be one point out of the final wild card spot behind Anaheim. They can look at that. They, they can see that. The Nuggets definitely knew what was going on last night that the Clippers were chasing him. But you're right. It's not, if the coach is having to tell you it's a big game, uh, you got a problem. That, that, that's going to last for about a period tonight would have lasted about a half last night. We have any else, uh, any other sound coming down from the combine? I know Elway's talking this afternoon. He's going to address free agency. What do you think he's going to say? Any more great nuggets from VJ? I'm just curious if there's any news that have come down. Uh, I haven't seen any um, from the 85 members of the Denver media who are in Indy to cover it. Uh haven't seen any great I, I am. Oh, wow, this just came down. Wow, this just came down. Denver International Airport. Hold on, please. An announcement about the winners of the airport train voice contest is coming later this afternoon. Whoa. Uh That's all we got? We don't have a time? That's it. Okay. Meanwhile, here's okay. Vance Joseph on the possibility of the Broncos going after Kirk Cousins. I haven't coached Kirk Cousins, so I can't speak to that, to be honest. You know, he's a, he's a Washington Redskin at the moment, so I can't speak to that. But obviously watching the guy over the years, I mean, he's a good football player. He's thrown for 4,000 yards the last three years, and that's tough to do in this league. So obviously he's a, uh, he's a good one, um, but that's, you know, I'll leave it at that. You know, that's the, 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 the problem with the NFL. This, this tampering, supposed Non-tampering rule. Mm-hmm. Come on. Is there anybody alive that doesn't believe Kirk Cousins is going to play for another team next year? Uh, no. Yes. Yeah, so he's no longer property of the Redskins. He may still be technically, but he's not. So nobody's allowed to talk about him. It's publicly. silly. Come on. It's silly. You know what else is silly? And it was, it ties back into my hot take about how the NFL is the Cosmo Kramer of sports leagues. No matter what they do, they fall bass backwards into success. Did you see the news yesterday that Roger Goodell and company is going to try and get Jerry Jones to reimburse the league for legal fees. That's not Roger Goodell. That's the other owners. I get it. Fine. It's the other owners. It's 31 other owners. And look, would you be ticked if Jerry Jones had fought something and cost the league a bunch of money in terms of legal fees and eventually that comes out of your pocket? Okay, probably. But that was all bad PR. It was all... News that wasn't good for the league. The Ezekiel Elliott thing went on and on and on and on. It was a black in the league. Once it's over, once it's gone, wouldn't you just let it go away? How much, if it's two million bucks, how mm-hmm. much did that cost each NFL owner? It sounds petty. 
$64,516.13. This is what's happening now. Let it go. It's not worth the bad press. Because the other owners don't like the vigor with which Jerry Jones attacks the commissioner and attacked the commissioner. Fine. Deal with it behind closed doors. Why is this out in public? Why is the New York Times reporting it? Why is Ian Rappaport commenting on it? Why? How is this good for the league? Why does Arthur Blank not like... um... Robert Kraft. Because he put 283 diamonds on his Super Bowl ring. That's why. Because he's a, he's a sore winner. Robert Kraft is. And because he, he sounds wine drunk 24-7. That's the other reason people don't like him. Hmm. That guy is wine drunk no matter what time of day he talks. Another text coming down here, uh, regarding the Nuggets in the interview with, uh, Michael Malone. Again, this is a texter. Seems to me these players are pretty soft. The only intensity last night we saw came from the coaching staff. Time to hold the players accountable. That's a fine line, man. That's a tough one. The last thing you want to do as a coach is start ripping your players publicly, privately, to the point where they just zone out. That's a fun. I get it. I know exactly where you're coming from. I do. That's why I couldn't coach. Couldn't do it. I don't know how you do it. Psychologically, I couldn't handle it. It's a, you are an amateur psychologist how, how do you trying coach, to push buttons. How do you coach someone to be more intense? How do you, how do you coach something like that? I, I don't know if you can. I don't know this that you This got do. into our, our conversation yesterday. I think that's how you're wired. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you can coach that. By the way, after talking to people yesterday, I was definitely in the right on that conversation. And I don't you, even remember what our you, conversation. You were, you were totally in the wrong. Well, what was my take? That coaches should be bullies. I think that yeah, was your yeah, take. Yeah, that was my hot take. <laughs> coaches, start bullying people. Yeah, that was it. That was the takeaway people got. We're going to talk some mammoth lacrosse when we come back with the goalie of your Colorado mammoth, Dylan Ward. Have you seen these guys when they wear these outfits? Yeah, when, they, they oh look like goodness. those guys in the sumo wrestling outfits. I want to know what his actual weight and height is yeah. without that outfit. Got some mammoth talk coming right up. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Altitude 950 has your chance to win the Source H2O laundry system, valued at $800. Go to Altitude950.com and register to win. Kill mold, mildew, and viruses with no hot water, no detergent, and no bleach. A better way to clean your clothes with a savings of over $600 per year. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. It was all about the passing game. Doug was very much a motion coach. You gotta run. It opens things up. The only mistake you can make in the passing game is standing still. Doug Moe. Players liked it. Running gun. Fans liked it. Wear the opponent out. The Nuggets all-time winningest coach. Offensively, uh, the whole goal was to get it up quick as possible. Don't let the defense set up. Yeah, and if you hold the ball, you're probably going to come and sit with Doug. Moe, the life and times of the Nuggets' one-of-a-kind coach. Premiering Sunday, March 11th at 6 p.m. on Altitude TV. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive and best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7 and live casino action day or night. 
So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Scott Ace is here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Adventist Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, hunter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road. Restyles your ride. In the Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. A lot can happen in 50 years. First, the Ringbees built rockets to take us to new heights. From the ABA to the NBA without missing a beat. The hallowed halls of the Big Mac. We built a new home for the next era and 10 years of playoffs to a new class of mile high basketball. It's our golden anniversary. Join the fun, because the moments and memories have only just begun. The Denver Nuggets 50th anniversary season is proudly presented by KeyBank and Western Union. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Colorado has a website that will save you time. And what's more valuable than that? Visit Colorado.gov slash tax. Find the answers about filing taxes in Colorado. New to the state and have questions about filing Colorado taxes? Are you a business with questions about your state sales tax? All your answers are just a click away 24-7. Colorado.gov slash tax even has a quick answer section to many frequently asked questions. Make filing taxes easier. To learn the facts, visit Colorado.gov slash tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away. On Colorado.gov slash tax, you can find instructional videos, numerous toolkits, and information for free in-person and online tax classes. Visit Colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to everything you need to know about Colorado taxes. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Hey, if you've never been to a Colorado Mammoth game, here's your chance. Back-to-back games this weekend. First one against the Georgia Swarm. That one is in Georgia. Then, here in Denver, March 3rd, 303 game 
auctioning off team jerseys, lacrosse out cancer jerseys. Right now, fans can go to mammoth.gesture.com or text mammoth to 52182 to bid on a jersey. Auctions will end at halftime on the 3rd as the Colorado Mammoth are back in action. And on the hotline right now is the goaltender of your Mammoth, Dylan Ward. Hey, Dylan, how you doing, buddy? Good, how are you? Very good. Hey, so where do you live during the course of the season and the offseason? I'm a Denver guy. So, I'm here uh, year-round now. Beautiful. So where are you from? Uh, originally, I'm uh, 45 minutes north of Toronto. Wow. that's a bit, I was going to say, that's a commute coming from there to here. <laughs> how, how many of the team members actually reside here now? So we got about we got about half and half uh, living here, and then ha- half the guys are living uh, back home in, in Canada and uh, throughout the United States. That is not an easy deal. Um, if you got a game that week, how do you practice? When do you practice? Yeah, so we'll we'll practice. Say we have uh, so this weekend, for example, we have a yeah. game on Friday night. We're uh, we're flying to Atlanta tomorrow. We'll practice tomorrow night, and then we'll have uh, our game on on Friday. This is your fifth season in this league, fifth season with the Mammoth. We joked about it going to break here. If you've ever watched indoor lacrosse, uh, you dudes get all outfitted with those. How big are you without that, that get up? <laughs> so, uh, without the gear on, I'm, uh, I'm 6'5", around uh, 220. Oh, so you're a big man. You're already a large yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Hey. And then uh, with all that gear on, I'm still letting up 10 goals a game, so I don't know if that's <laughs> really bad or they're actually really good. Dylan, is there a uh, are there parameters to what you can and cannot wear? Like in 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 the NHL, they they actually measure the pads. Yeah, yeah. So before every game, we uh, the goalies uh, after warm ups will go to the the reps room and they'll measure us and make sure that we're wearing the equipment that we're supposed to be wearing. And uh, yeah, it's very strict as as to what we can wear and what we cannot wear. Now the indoor game is huge in Canada. Clearly, did you ever play outdoor? Did you ever go without the pads? Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I played outdoor. I I went to University uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, played at Bellingham University, uh, and then uh, you know I play I play in the MLL. I, I just got picked up again by the, the Denver Outlaws, and uh, you know I was with uh, I was with Team Canada the last go around in uh, 2014 when we won when we won it out here. See, then I would call that smart wearing the pads as opposed to not wearing the pads. That's a smart move. Why I, those goalies that play? I I don't understand how in how on earth you do that, dude. When that ball's coming yeah. at you 100 miles an hour. You know, it's a question I ask myself every time before I get in that net. I have no idea, and whoever decided that goalies don't need to wear equipment in the field lacrosse game, I would like to meet them and have a real stern conversation with them to figure out what the hell they were thinking. All right, so you're five and three, second in the division, coming off a bye week. Tell us about the weekend, how big these games are. What's Georgia all about? Yeah, big game. Uh, big two games. Georgia, you know, they have a high flying offense. Uh, you know, we haven't had much luck down there the last couple of years, but. Uh, you know, we we played them real tough earlier in the season, and you know they have a they have a high flying offense, they have a very high pressure defense, and uh, it's going to be a great test for us. And then you know coming back on Saturday against Buffalo, you know they're 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 known to be a very tough team. They're going to play us hard, and uh, you know we're just going to have to we're going to have to man up after playing on Friday night and uh, and really uh, really put put it to them. Colorado Pride game on Saturday at Pepsi Center, and one thing you've probably noticed about lacrosse here generally because. It's grown so rapidly. My kid played lacrosse. He was introduced to the game when he was 12, and we got into it, started going. You know, when they first went to Mammoth Games, I'm sure the bulk of the fans were like, okay, what are we seeing here? What is this? Now, everyone knows the sport. They, they get it. They get yeah. the rules. It's a little different now, isn't it? Yeah, we have, you know, we have a very intelligent, uh, fan base, and, 
you know, we love our fans and, uh, you know, how interactive we are with them. Uh, you know, they'll let us know when we have, when we have something we need to improve on, but they'll, they have our backs no matter what. And, you know, the sport of lacrosse is just, it's, like you said, it's blown up. It's everywhere. And, uh, you know, you see the support that the University of Denver gets all the way down through high school and youth. It's, it's, it's everywhere here in Denver. And, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting to be a part of that. Dylan, are you coaching somewhere? Yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, I'm an assistant coach at uh, Rock Canyon with uh, former Colorado Mammoth grade uh, Johnny Gallant. Nice. See, that's what I love about you guys. You guys are all over the community helping coach and develop young players because that's how my kid learned. He learned under Mammoth and Outlaw players, and all of them get out there. Right. I mean, that's what you do. Part of your role, I guess, when you come from the great wide north and you learn the game all your life, you got to teach the game, and you're doing a good job of that. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's it's, it's easy for us, right? You know, uh you know, seeing how our games are all on weekends, uh, you know, the high school lacrosse is generally during the week, so, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it fits perfectly. Again, two games set for the Mammoth this weekend. Georgia at Georgia on Friday night, then they come back home Saturday night. It's Colorado theme night. It's 303 day. Get out to Pepsi Center. Dylan, appreciate a few minutes this morning, my man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Take care. That is Dylan Ward, goaltender for your Colorado Mammoth. You got the Vic Lombardi show and we come back. Um, can somebody please make sure that Julie Browning enters the studio? So you want to hear about paging Miss Browning 52. So yeah. when we come back, do you want to knock out fact checker real quick? Yes. Then we'll have Julie. Yes. And then we'll wrap up with the fired up finale. Paging Miss Browning. Miss Browning, please come to the altitude studios. Did you... We don't really miss HW. Who? Exactly. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 6957000 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department. 
and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit learnwiththeacademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's learnwiththeacademy.com. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. We're here at Farland Classic Restoration with Jack Farland. Jack, tell us what kind of cars you're working on now. We are currently finishing up a 68 Alfa Romeo Giulia and working on a 67 Jaguar XKE. And we just sent a Ferrari 308 back home after it was shown during the Pebble Beach Week. So you guys restore all kinds of classics? We focus on investment level classics. We finished a 61 Ferrari that won top honors in Florida. It's not all full restorations either. We also do mechanical repairs, body work, paint, and incredible detail jobs all under one roof. And you sell cars too? Yes, we have a showroom full of classics that are truly investments, and we can track down specific cars for you. We recently found a fantastic Mercedes 300 SL for a customer. What's the best way to learn more about the shop? Check us out at FarlandCars.com to see our latest projects and videos, or follow us on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. A good show today. A lot of fire. A lot of anger. It's good. You know what? I've always believed if you're angry, you got to have a, a place to put that anger. And this is your place. You need an outlet. Let let it sit here. Yeah. Just give it to us. We can be that. Here, here's the thing, though, Vic. Uh, Nuggets had a huge game last night. That, let's just be honest. They they gave it away. They had a 19-point lead with three minutes ago in the third quarter and lost. So that's why we're angry today. The Avs have an equally big game tonight. Arguably the exact same situation, right? A team that they're competing with for a final playoff spot is in their building with 20-some games to go. And it's the Avs' job to quell my anger. I don't want to come in here and be mad tomorrow. Exactly. Now, now, one thing would quell my anger. If you were my date tonight? Exactly. To Hamilton? Exactly. I think that's going to be difficult to pull off. Dude, I've met your wife. She doesn't care. If she doesn't go to Hamilton. I haven't said who I'm taking. She doesn't come Maybe across I'm as a Hamilton. my mom. <laughs> Maybe I'm pulling an HW and taking my mom. Then I'm disappointed. Maybe I'm taking one of my kids. This is an opportunity. Giving opp- them a little culture. This is an opportunity for you and I to jive, to really get to know each other. Maybe I'm taking Marty O. <laughs> then I'd just walk. <laughs> That's the case. <laughs> I would just walk. Uh... Uh, some of the textures coming in. We asked the Power 5 question of the day in honor of Paul Millsap, who, again, and it sounds hollow saying it now. I thought he played well in his first game in, what, four months. 
missed 44 games and came out and looked good. You know, and by the way, by the way, the Nuggets pulled the old uh, NHL trick on us, didn't they? They 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 sold it as if he wasn't going to be back until yeah, you know, mid March, and they, then all of a sudden, boom, he's in the lineup. They downplayed his yeah. return. Did they ever? All of a sudden, he was questionable on and a then boom, he's playing. Report. Boom, he's I ready thought, to go. I did think he looked good. So, I, I so our question was, in terms of players that you anticipated returning from injury, best stories out there. Tiger Woods, his injury. Peyton Manning. Twice. Peter Forsberg. Your suggestion of Rocky Blyer. Got his foot blown off in Vietnam and came back to play in the NFL. It's a little bit of an overstatement, but I get your point. Well, he didn't get his entire foot blown off. He got half off. of his foot taken off. He lost part of his foot, but if his foot had got blown off, he wouldn't have come back and played in the NFL. Dude, a guy held the NFL kicking record for years and did it with half a foot. I understand. Tom Dempsey. Yes, he did. New Orleans Saints. Yes, he did. Back when the, the goalposts were up at the goal line. Just trying to make sure we were somewhat accurate on this show. Uh Texter says, Vic, I quit baseball too. I was also scared of the ball. I'm not the only one, and I know I'm not alone. What do you think about this? thought basketball is the easiest sport to return from injury and get right back into the swing of things because you can actually practice it at essentially game speed no football's tough no i disagree with you baseball tough hockey tough basketball practice is the same intensity as a basketball game you're discounting the amount of cardio and you can't just run like a bas- basketball's that speed, you can't mimic that. A practice has the same game it's speed not, as a no, game. No, it's not the same yes, intensity. Yes, it no, does. No, it's not. It does no, too. No, it's not. Oh, you're you're totally wrong on this. Okay, I'm a hundred percent right on this. Football practice not even close to same game speed as a game. Come on, hockey dude. not even dude, close. Dude, how about a pitcher who has a thumbnail issue and they always do? Just start yeah. throwing on the side, you'll be fine. Oh, trying to get back into the swing of things and face. A Roldis Chapman throwing 100 miles an hour? That's you don't think problem. that's difficult? Yeah. That's hard to replicate from some 49-year-old former pitcher throwing you BP. Speaking of, we haven't really you talked break. about um, spring training much during the course of this show yeah. of late. I start doing that tomorrow when it's March 1st. Your boy at first base has played well. He has. McMahon's playing well. He has. I think he's like 5-9 and nine in spring so far, and it's way early. I get it. They need to sign a right fielder or a first baseman the way he's playing so far. It makes me lean more and more and more toward a right fielder. So please go re-sign Carlos Gonzalez. Thank you. Uh Justin chimes in. You got to get the players. Check that. He says, regards to Malone, he allows the players to stand on the three-point line and blast three-pointers way too much. The defense is too soft. Well, that's the NBA. The NBA is three-pointers. That's what the league has become. But the coach did mention during the course of the interview, he did not like the fact when they took that lead that they just started shooting jumpers and resorted on jump shots rather than doing what they did to get that lead. Human nature, because yeah. the other stuff is hard work. Um, they basically did what HW did during his entire career at Kent Denver, stand out at the three-point line and chuck it. Nothing worse than a big man chucking it from deep. Nope. Put your big butt inside and want the ball. Do the dirty work. Yeah. Want the ball. All right, so we're going to have uh, Julie come in here at some point. Mm-hmm. So before we do that, why don't we knock out uh, Fact Checker real quick. Is Marty O back there? Yes, he is. Let's do it. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. All right, I liked uh, one of the texts for uh, comeback players, David Dahl. What about that story? We like that one? Well, I mean, first I have to understand what his injury was. I mean, rib, yeah. some sort of rib injury. 
Can, can somebody give us detail? I don't know that just going into the witness protection program for a year and then coming back qualifies. He just disappeared. It was the strangest story of last year, it and was. we really didn't hear much about no it. No clarity to that injury. None at just all. Just a rib thing. All right, James, you blasted Vic for saying that the Rocky Blyer book is better than the movie. You said the following. Don't the try Rocky and Blyer sound story. like you're artsy. Well, I'm, I'm, the book's better. So you blasted Vic for not trying to get artsy on the show. However, earlier in the show, you said this. And I'm more qualified to promote the DCPA because I guarantee you I've been to the Buell Theater more than you. Oh, yeah. I love when you capture hypocrisy. Yeah. What, what's, a, what's, it's just wait, so wait, wait, what's hypocritical about that? Don't be artsy, but also at the same time, I'm I've been artsy. to the Buell Theater yeah. many more times than yeah, you. Yeah, I was telling Vic not to be artsy because he's wagon. not artsy. I am artsy. That is the Jack Wagon Award of the Year. When's right the there? last time you were at the Buell? I went there for Jersey Boys twice. When was that? I went there for my kid's graduation last year. Okay. Well, I was there for Waitress in December. So I win. See? So don't be calling me hypocritical. I we usually... uh, That was free also. We usually leave the mispronunciation (laughs) of words to HW, but since he's not here this week, James pinched it for him. Nice. So no matter what they do, they fall bass-ackwards into success. That's how you say it. That's how you say it. What's the problem? That's not... Is that how you say it? That's how you say it without cursing. Correct. Oh. Are you from Chicago or something? (laughs) I thought it was a mispronunciation. No, no that's it's intentionally yeah. mispronounced. Oh, the intent is to say it that way so that if you did it the right way, you'd be cursing. You thought I accidentally said bass backwards? Yeah. No, I thought I got you real good on that one. No, that was. I mean, it's funny that you played that though because I have zero, no recollection of saying that. When did I say that? You said it like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Blackout. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Uh, you said the uh, U.S. population in 1983 was uh, 250 million. It was 233, which is pretty pretty good guess, but still yeah, very wrong. That <laughs> I mean, you basically eliminated the city of New York. I'm within eight percent. That's pretty damn good. Would file that under wrong still, but uh, <laughs> it is. That's a big. That's a big number. You guys did a lot of Broncos talk today, so we set the over under on James saying poppycock at uh, point five. And congrats mm-hmm. to those of you that had the under. We did not reach that. So. Yep. Yep. You know, uh, notice, notice. How less often I say poppycock mm-hmm. and balderdash when HW is not here. By the way, somebody on the text line complaining that we're using the term I get it way too often on this show. No, I didn't get that. I, I haven't seen that. I don't keep get, an eye out. You I, do I say it a lot. I do? You say it a lot. Like how? You just, I, I get it. I, I get it. You, you say that a lot. I got to change. That's good. I, I that's, get it. It's becoming a crutch it. term for me. Like for me, it's the, it's the cue of yeah. stop talking. Yeah. Because Vic is telling you he gets it, which is oh. his way of saying, I'm tired of listening to Manchester. I need something else. Um, I understand. That's fine. I understand. Or copy that. Okay. Or how about uh, Roger? Yeah, Roger. I like that one. All right, and that'll do it, folks. Okay. Thank you, Marty O. Uh, before we get to our Fired Up finale, and this might as well qualify as the Fired Up finale, we welcome into the studio as she uh, precedes her show by a good seven minutes, Julie Browning, I'm told, is with us now. Yes. The infamous, thank you for calling me Julie Brown. As I've never I said, seen somebody bring so many things and make so much noise <laughs> to just sit what, down at a chair. What is, what is all that? <laughs> it's my date book, which sometimes I leave here and I'm so afraid you're going to find it, Vic, because if you uh, go through the date oh, book. Oh, I'll expose it. Who carries look. a date book anymore? That's all in your phone, dude. You got yeah, but the, dude, what if I lose my phone? You have the iCloud. The cloud keeps it all. You don't need that anymore. This what? takes care of all of that. Greater chance of losing your book than your phone. Why is somebody I just, calling me? You want to answer? And, and then you brought two beverages. Uh, you have coffee. a gallon of water. <laughs> yeah. 
which is normally co- it's normally that. like some sort of you odd took that color. water from Pepsi Center. I did. Yes, I, re- I recognize that water. She probably took home like a whole freaking refrigerator full of it's those bottles. It's a liter of water. From uh, Moses Club. And then you have, is that coffee from downstairs? It is. Okay. I also got my perfect okay. from the okay. coffee. Uh, the reason I brought you here in studio before your show, and who's on your show, by the way? Yeah. Uh, okay, we are going to have Nikki Javala. She's at the Combine. Great. Earl Boykins will be in studio. We're hoping to check in with Chris Marlowe because our, my partner was honored last night before the game at He was. Congratulations. Yeah, why didn't we know about this? Well, I do, I, I said it a lot on our show. Maybe you guys haven't listened, but I was what like time are you on? for 10 to 1 oh, for like right. two weeks. Us. Do you work for the mix with Moj? I do. Okay. I do. Next yeah. time around, can somebody make sure I know that? I mean, yeah, the next, the next hundredth anniversary. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. That'd be great. Thank you. Um, so you're going to have those, those folks on. I can't wait to hear Earl's take on what happened Ugh. on that meltdown. Were you as mad as I was? Yeah. You know, I'm kind of Pollyanna. I, yeah. I can't, there's no excuse. It's not being young anymore. It's, Did you hear our interview with Malone? Yeah, we're going to replay it. You by could the way. tell he was. We're going to replay it a little bit. The challenge though is the coach can be ticked, but how do you make sure your players are equally ticked and how do they learn and adapt? Well, like you said, at this point, if you're still learning that, then you should be concerned. Yes. And I know he said there's no room to panic. I'm not panicking, yeah. but they blew what the 19 point lead yeah. at home on national TV. There's a little bit there that's like, maybe this is not the team that I thought Ugh. they were at this point. No, right. no, no, no. Here's the real reason. Well, okay, going so now too I'm far. the negative one? Yes, hey, that's going too far. Your show. Right. Here's why you're here. Okay. Just I find out just two and a half hours ago. Okay. This came to my attention two and a half hours ago. I've spent the better part of the last month trying to wrangle my way into Hamilton, which debuted last night, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to go see the play. I've heard so much about it. I'm a man of culture. And I find out that my cohort, James Manchester Marillat, got two tickets to Hamilton, free of charge, somehow. I can tell you how. He got them, free of charge. Then he tells me, oh, I think Julie's going too. Julie Brownman also going tonight to Hamilton, free of charge. Why am I not going with one of you guys to Hamilton? His excuse is that he wants to bring his wife. You don't have a wife. I don't. I don't. Well, I didn't know we were that close. I, well, I, I know we're, we're buddies. We worked on Doug Moe together for two years. <laughs> I know, but the, who you take to Hamilton, it's a big deal, Vic. Like, it's, it's, it's a big deal. And I don't want to make you matter, but our tickets are really good. Like where? Like, like front of the... Shut up! No. Are they as good as they were for Wake? I think so. Oh, I'm gonna be so oh mad goodness. at you. I'm so, I hate you so much. <laughs> These are like, yeah. It's a big deal. Who are you taking? Well, I actually, I, I didn't take, I was going to take this guy this weekend and then we went sideways and I was like, I, or it wasn't a good enough. You'll never go sideways with me. This is a <laughs> long answer for yeah. Bill. I'm taking, I'm taking a good friend. Actually, she's a very good friend of mine and she's deserving of Hamilton. You really have to think about who you're taking to deserving. Hamilton. Yeah. I'm the potential voice of DIA. Who's more deserving than that? This kind of makes me. Julie, happy. how far down the list, if you had actually written out like, Here's who I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. How far down the list would Vic have been? Well, had I known he was this into it, oh, he God. would have been like seventh. He's not really that into it. He's just mad I'm going. No, no, no. You know I'm into it. I've been look, Look, look. How many people have this on their phone? I have a Hamilton app where I'm trying to get into the lottery. Why are you so intrigued by this? Because I'm into culture. And I've heard nothing but rave reviews about this, and I want to see it. He is a little bit. I'll give him that. He liked Jersey Boys. He raved about La La Land last year. You know the other play I'm going to go see next next year? It's coming to um, that same 
the Bronx Tale. Oh, that should be good. Have you ever seen the movie Bronx Tale? Mm-hmm. They got a play now. So there are a lot Chaz of things. Palmentary or whatever. Exactly right. right. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we've accomplished nothing. You're not taking me. You're taking some random. Mm-hmm. You're taking some random. You guys yeah. have not identified who yeah. you're taking. I just know it's not me. So you can be excused. Right now we say goodbye with our fired up finale. This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. What sucks about this show this morning is that I wanted to spend time talking about how the return of Paul Millsap changes the dynamics of this team entirely. They've got so much depth now. They've got so many options. His defensive presence, he blocked a couple shots. You could tell how active and smart he is on the defensive side. But all that's out the window. I, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't care anymore. The loss of the game overshadows all of that. Special thanks to everyone participating in the program today. Michael Malone, Jared Bednar, of course, the Azerbeck on ice tonight. This is big. Yeah, it's here. 7.05 pregame, 7.30 puck drop. And yet another sign that HW is really the one that gets under my skin. Yeah. I haven't won a fired up finale all week. Nor should you. Not that I'm keeping score, but I'm 0 for 3. I want to thank Dylan Ward from the Mammoth for joining us up next. It is Hastings and Browning. Live for the next three hours, they'll discuss the Nuggets loss. They've got Earl Boykins in studio. They're going to talk as well to uh, Nikki, Nikki and her- Jabvala. Yes, and we're going to replay your interview at 11 with Michael. Very Obama. nice. Thank you very much. You guys, hey, enjoy Hamilton. Enjoy. I, really, I really want you guys to enjoy. Yeah, it's going to be a nice little Just night. Just enjoy the show. Um, don't worry about me. Don't worry about it. I'll leave you with this. It's gloomy and crappy outside for a reason. That's how we should all feel. I'm the potential voice of DIA. 950. Rewind. Fighting for those final eight spots, and really there's eight teams battling for the final six spots, if you will. Um, so every game matters, every quarter matters, and really right now it's like we can't wait for the playoffs to get here and to say, hey, we got to start playing playoff basketball. These are our playoffs right now. I mean, like every play matters. Lou Williams with three seconds on the, on the game clock, allowing him to go coast to coast for layup is unacceptable. Uh, that same thing happened the end of the first quarter. Those plays are huge plays. Every possession matters, and right now, we don't play like every possession matters. We play like we're up 19, we can take a possession off. That lead went from 19 to 10 like that. We miss a three, we gamble in the post, we give up an end one. Bang, bang, bang. It's a ball game, folks. And uh, that team plays tomorrow night. Doc took his guys out, said, okay, listen, we're down 19, let's let these guys play and see what happens. And you know what happened? They got a hell of a win, and we let one go. And that's very, very disappointing for where we're at right now in the season. Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Avs are at Pepsi Center to take on the Calgary Flames. Puck drops at 7.30 with a pregame show getting away at 7.05. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Not again! Juked and jived all over the place! Nikola Jokic! Oh my goodness! A triple-double in the first half! And then went up and over T-Kettle! Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman. Hastings and Brownman starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. All right, here we go. 